Hello, Changing Channel podcast listeners and good old channel surfers. How you doing? This is your host with the most, Mike Macmasunas. Now, normally you don't hear a cold intro. You just go ahead and, you know, the show starts up and you're ready to rock and roll. But I wanted to give you a little insight before you listen to this full-blown review of 2012 Review and TV with uh, America's co-host, Jameson, and myself. Uh, the day that this podcast was recorded... Um, Earlier in the morning, uh, our 14-year-old cat, uh, who we loved dearly, uh, had we had to put her down. She uh, she had a tumor on her liver. She had cancer. She was in a lot of pain, and uh, and of course, I myself, uh, the kids, and my wife took it pretty hard. Pretty much cried all day long. You know, it, it just may be a cat or whatever you may think. Oh, you know, get over. It. But you know, something in your life for 14 years. It's kind of hard just to, you know, go ahead and just write it off. So my enthusiasm, needless to say, I was not really in the mood to do any podcasting. But Jameson was uh, very excited that day. He went to go see The Hobbit and, of course, was texting about how he couldn't wait to do this recording. So I just said, let's talk. And uh, we talked for a little bit. And this was really our only time that we could get together to do this review. Otherwise, it wasn't going to be till like, January. And uh, essentially, I thought to myself, maybe if I do this show, I'll get a lot. You know, my spirits will be lifted. Things will be going. And that's essentially what happened. So for like the first half hour, I don't really sound my best. And I got to apologize for that. Um, Like I said, it was just, it was really rough. You know, it was really hard to get my mind focused. So uh, I just want to apologize for the energy level that you hear from me. But after about a good half hour, things pick up and things are ready to rock and roll. However, throughout the rest of the episode, you guys know it's kind of a gag that I kind of screw things up. And uh, Mr. Jameson always comes to the rescue. I call him Mr. Uh, Pronunciation King. He comes to the rescue and helps me out. But I was way off of my game. Even the the good old show that uh, Tawana loves, uh, Rosolio and uh, Isles, uh, which, of course, you know, I could say it now. I was just, I could not say this for the life of me. So we have a lot of fun with this, but you know, my mind was kind of in the gutter for some of the episode. So I just wanted to give you a heads up that uh, that's what's going on. Hopefully you guys can forgive me for this, uh, but I do promise, I think you will really enjoy this episode. It was a lot of fun uh, and it really did help lift my spirits, but please joke around with Jameson on this one and, and don't give me too much of a hard time after you hear this one because it really was a rough day, but I did it because I knew this was the only time that I could do it. And I wanted to get this episode delivered to you before Christmas and, you know, and be fair to the fans. So I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. And, uh, it also helped that, uh, Jameson did kind of bribe me a little bit. In the episode, he's like, dude, I tell you what, if we do this recording, man, you're going to help me out. So I'll help you out and you can roll over to my house and I'll, I'll make you some barbecue ribs. Uh, I'm not a very good cook. I kind of suck, but I will try my best. And I couldn't really turn down the food. So that's kind of another reason why I went ahead with the recording. So I'm not going to turn down barbecue ribs, you know, at any time. So whatever. So that's just kind of a little insight on what we talked about beforehand. So, uh, but anyway, so that's all I wanted to talk to you about and please forgive me. And, uh, let's roll into the, uh, the changing channels podcast review of, uh, 2012 in television. And, and, uh, we talked a lot of shows and hopefully you will dig it. So you guys, uh, enjoy. Let me tell you something! If this plan of yours fails, I want you to know 
It's been a beautiful partnership. The feeling is mutual, pal. The feeling is mutual. Where do you keep your casserole dishes? Why? The cat won't fit in the toaster. Maybe you can hire the eighteen. Are you not used to being given orders? Whenever Giles sends me on a mission, he always says, please. And afterwards, I get a cookie. What you talking about, A soft kitty, warm kitty, little bird of kitty, happy kitty, sleepy kitty, happy kitty, sleepy kitty, Welcome to uh, Change Channels Podcast. This is your host with the most who doesn't feel like the most today. How are you doing? And uh, of course, I have America's co-host with me today, Mr. Jameson. What's up, sir? What's going on, Mike and the Channel Surfers? Ugh, death. That's what's going on. <laughs> wow, right out the gate. <laughs> right out the gate, yeah. Yeah, uh, me and Javis sit here and have been talking. I've been debating whether to do this episode because... You know, my 14-year-old cat I had to put down today. And I know it's just a cat, and some of you are like, who cares, just a cat. But, you know, 14-year person in your family, you know, you say bye to them, it's kind of hard. But I'm just hoping uh, doing this will kind of get my mind off it a little bit. And, uh, you know, Jameson's just ready to rock and roll no matter what. So, Mike, I I had to throw away a 13-year-old shirt last night. That made me sad. So just putting it in perspective, losing the cat is much worse. But even just throwing away a shirt the other night that I'd had since since I got married, well, it was hard to part with. Why, why'd you get rid of a shirt? It was too small, man. It was it was the shirt that Brody wears in Mallrats. Gotcha. Our friend Jason bought me for Christmas when we were living in Germany. It was that shirt that he always wears, and I'd wear my brown corduroy jacket over the top trying to look like a fat Brody. And... uh yeah, it's just too small, man, and it's worn out. And it was sad. I could hold on to it like I was gonna fit into it someday. Man, that's that sucks, man. But... <laughs> Good story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> gotta gotta throw it in there. But that sucks, man. You know, it's uh, yeah. I still am holding on to uh, my uh, when I was eight years old and I had the Karate Kid two gi. Yeah, uh, I have that. It, I guess it was like pajamas, but it actually looked like the red, uh, you know, thing he fights yeah. chosen in. I still have that, and it's in my dresser along with the headband. So I'll, I'll never give it up. You know, of course, my little four-year-old daughter can wear it, and she looks cute and all, but I am not getting rid of that thing. And obviously, that won't fit me now. So <laughs> there's a picture, right? <laughs> it <laughs> might fit two fingers. That's about it. So. Yeah. So uh, you, sir, just came back from The Hobbit, and uh, your neck hurts because you had to get front row. So tell tell the channel surfers all about it, sir. Dude, yeah, man, front row. Why did you have the front IMAX. row? Because we got there a half hour ahead of time, and the theater was packed. <laughs> it was unreal. I We went to the 1130 show today, and so it was my cousin and his wife and I, and we got there. His wife was running late, and uh, we got there at 11. And walked in, and there was nowhere to sit other than front two rows. Take a choice. Like, oh, oh this is going to suck. <laughs> it was really bad, dude. I've never I've never watched a 3D movie in the front row before, and especially that IMAX. I mean, my neck is killing me. Really? From just head back the entire time, and then, like, anything that happened, I'd have, you'd have to look all the way to your left 
or all the way to your right. Unlike at a concert, front row at the IMAX screen is a bad thing. And uh, the screen's just too big, man, to be sitting there five feet away from it. No. Craning your neck at everything. And it was, I was just jealous of all the people that were sitting behind me because they got a much better experience this movie. So I'm going to go see it again tomorrow. Maybe get there, like, camp out a couple hours ahead of time. So what uh, frame rate did you see it in? This was the 48, but I was at, I couldn't even tell the difference between anything. It was really, it was a bad experience, you know. Yeah. I had the 3D glasses, you know, I was in 3D. And being that close, it really affected the 3D. And, like, since you're so close to the screen, all the stuff off to the edges of my peripheral weren't in 3D. They get kind of hazy. Yeah. It was just, yeah, rough. Should just turn around and walked out as soon as we walked out. <laughs> I hear but the movie you. itself was pretty cool from what I could see. And uh, you saw the Man of Steel trailer attached to that? Man of Steel trailer on the IMAX looked pretty flippin' sweet. All right. So uh, before we get into our subject, sir, of uh, you know our year-end review of TV, why don't we hit some news real quick? All right. So uh, the only news I want to talk to you about is the Man of Steel trailer, sir. Oh, here we go. We're going to do some STL up on here now. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm not going to get too much into it, but uh, I'm the only one on planet Earth that, that liked the trailer and didn't love it. And uh, so uh, I'm going to let you bash away at me, sir, and then uh, you know we'll kind of talk about it a little bit. What you think? <laughs> All right. You, yeah, you, the, the day it came out, um, yeah, I was, I was... Uh, texting everyone I knew to go see this trailer and and was receiving nothing but oh my god it's Superman oh it was so good Superman's the best well and then and then I get one from my friend Masunas who is known to like everything except House Party two right and he says meh it was meh <laughs> I'm like what I love the trailer man and I've heard I've heard your arguments and uh, I've heard what you had to say and I've heard what what our boy Jason has to say. I've heard what my co-host Brian had to say on, on Movie Mojo Monthly. And I just, I really love it. And seeing it, especially going from the, the only time I'd seen it before was on my phone. You know, I'm watching on YouTube on my phone. Going from that to the IMAX seeing it was pretty cool. Um, it just looks awesome to me, man. I, I'm really excited. Zack Snyder cuts a good trailer, no matter what. Yeah. You know, he's spotty as far as his record on movies, but that guy can cut a trailer. So I'm just hoping that it lives up to it. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I've pretty much, uh, you know, I did an episode on it, and uh, it's pretty interesting. I actually had comments on the website about how, hey, you know, don't let the don't let the haters hate, you know, because I, originally I was going to start this off and say, man, I'm the only one that loved the Man of Steel trailer. What's up with all these haters, man? It's like haters going to hate, you know, but. Um, I, I do have to admit, uh, the, the first time I saw the trailer was on my phone, like you. I think I watched it like two or three times and I sent you a text message and then, you know, I, I had my discussion with, uh, with Jason and, and uh, Mailman and then I went home and watched it some more and then I finally did the episode on it. And by the time I did my Man of Steel episode for STL, I had a lot better opinion of it. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. Like right off the bat, I was like, uh, I, I needed more Superman in there. You it, know? Just didn't li- it didn't live up to your expectations. Right. Now, like like I said, the first half I loved. I was like, 
man, I can't wait to see this. It's like if, if the first half of this trailer, once they get the Superman, oh my gosh, my mind is going to be blown. And then I see Superman like three or four times. I'm like, what the hell was that? And, but of course, everybody has broken it down section by section with thoughts. And, you know, like Jason and Dan uh, did a pretty long episode on that. Of course, you had Steve and Derek over at Geek Out Loud break it down and stuff. So everybody has a lot of good points. Uh, it's not that I don't like the trailer and I d don't think the movie is going to be great. In my opinion, I think the movie will be great. It's just I wanted to see a little bit more Superman. Now, you know, the argument has been said that by the time Superman Returns came out, they showed all the Superman stuff already. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's the case. Maybe they're trying to hide back, you know. Uh, that That's fine. Uh, it, I just want people yeah, I want it to work I want it to work so much that the, the trailer kind of made me fearful because I was like okay you didn't show enough of the cool Superman stuff that's going to happen but other people are seeing it except me I seem to be the only one that I was like okay yeah. it's like the takeoff was amazing you know I went through all that stuff and the takeoff was amazing uh, you know going through the vault was cool you know the, I love the whole cuffs thing everything looks great i just wanted to see him maybe i don't know shoot something out of his eyes or, or or just see i like that you don't get that though i like the slower view because one of my biggest complaints over the last like two three years has been that the trailers show us too much the trailers show us too much of the movie they show us all the cool parts the funny parts whatever and i like the slow reveal of this i like the the, the beautiful music and the voiceover you know costner's voiceover work and just the um Everything that went into that, I like that it's kind of a slow deal, and it's and it very much reminded me of Batman Begins, where I'm okay if I don't see the cape until an hour in. Right. I'm all right with that. And and same thing with the trailer. If you want to just show me the man, and then we get a little glimpse of the Superman, some quick cuts of some action, I'm all right with that, because I, I want to have meat still on the bone when I go to the movie. I don't want to feel like I've, I've, uh, I'm watching the movie and there's no surprises. So, you know, that's kind of where I'm at with that. I agree 100% with what you just said. That's exactly how I feel. It's just the way the trail, the, the second half of the trailer, to me, doesn't come across that way. It's just like, I'm, it's, this is so frustrating to get how I'm feeling out there because normally what you just said is exactly what I would say. And I would be like, oh my God, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. It's, I don't know what the hell my problem is, and I don't know exact. I can't pinpoint the exact reason on why I thought it wasn't the greatest thing on the face of the planet. And I was like, maybe just one or two more Superman scenes. I didn't think it's like, if, I, I thought if one or two more Superman scenes were added, it would have at that point made me love the trailer because my thing is that uh, most people have written Superman off don't give a crap about Superman and I thought and I felt that in the trailer there wasn't enough Superman uh, you know himself I thought it was just like Batman Begins and I was like if you're trying to sell this as a Clark Kent movie great you're you're you know you're making me love Clark Kent more than Superman it's working you know because everything that I saw was pure gold up until after he goes in, in the air, you know, and, and goes around the earth. I think it'll work, though, man. I mean, you, you think about Batman. I mean, that was a tough sell for Batman Begins because the, a lot of people, all they remembered of Batman was Batman and Robin and, and that garbage. Right. And to say, like, oh, here's a new Batman. Like, why would I want to watch that? I just saw Clooney and Batman, you know. And so I think... I, 
I, I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but I, I, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. You're not wrong for not loving it. You know, you don't, you are contrarian masoonist for a reason, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this. Yeah, but in this case, I, I'm the wrong contrarian masoonist because I'm not I'm not following what the rest of everybody else feelings on it. And You're against the grain. I'm against the grain, and it's not. I I'm giving the impression to people that I hate it or that I don't like it. I like it. I just didn't love it. It was just it was missing like one or two things in the trailer for me to be like that was. 100% amazing. And here's the here's my argument that I've been saying to everybody. But trailer 3 is going to fix that for me. I just I can just tell that there's going to be an additional one or two more extra Superman scenes because if this is all the Superman scenes they have, it's like, okay, well, you know. I I totally get the what you're saying about not putting everything in the trailer. I don't want to see that either. You know, it's like the Kraken, best part of the flipping trailer, <laughs> best part of the movie. You know, I, I agree 100% with everything you're saying. You know what I mean? It's just that I thought that if you're trying to sell this to a Superman world that doesn't care about Superman and they only care about Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk and stuff, I thought that the general public, I'm already sold on this because I love Superman and I'm a geek. I would, I'm looking at it from the perspective of somebody who has written Superman off. Had, did they see enough in this trailer to be like, that's the badass Superman that I want to see. And I thought only three scenes wasn't selling that. Evidently, I'm wrong, and people are feeling and seeing that because well, Twitter's I, I going think, up. I think the word of mouth from the trailer and the movie when it comes out will be enough to pull anyone in who's not a Superman fan. I think the word of mouth is enough. Yeah. I, I Just the fact that all these podcasts are devoting whole episodes to one stinking two-and-a-half-minute trailer. Shows the massive word of mouth of this of this trailer. Yeah, I I honestly think the movie will be phenomenal. I have no doubt on that. I just had an issue with the damn trailer. That's it. And people mm. people all of a sudden think I'm against Superman, and it's like I, I'm not. You know, Superman is my second favorite hero of all time. You know, it's just the fact of I didn't love the trailer. I only liked it. Okay, so that wanted more Richard Pryor. I get it. I just wanted a little more Superman. That was all. But evidently it's been given and I'm just a little blind in that. That's fine. You know, I'm able to I'm able to just move on. Okay, I've said my piece. Give me give me trailer three. I think we're going to be able to, I think you're going to hear Masunas approved is all I'm going to put on Facebook once that trailer hits. When you see Masunas approved, there you go. I mean, we can just take all everything I've said and, you know, under the bridge, you know, whatever. So I'm more frustrated at myself because I don't know why I don't love it so much. Does that make any sense? You know how there's just. It makes uh, enough sense. Uh, you know how there's just some <laughs> things that you don't like it and you just don't know why. You try to think of it and you're just like, nah, that's not it. Nah, that's not it. Nah, that's not it. That's how I feel with this trailer. I feel that way with vegetables. Yeah. Well, it, don't say corn's a vegetable because it's not. What? Yeah, it's a, it's a now considered wheat is what it's Come called. Come on. Dead serious. That's what my flipping doctor told my kid. That corn is no longer a vegetable. It's considered a wheat. Ridiculous. How, how do we change these things like all these years? Pluto's not a planet. Corn's not a vegetable. I don't know. This is bogus. This is bogus. Uh, and I'll tell you, man, speaking of like changing stuff, man, this whole like channels, 
yeah changing the channel uh you know i was gonna say sir you know your your co-host mr brian he uh he just had a baby and i was gonna dedicate the episode to to your boy mm-hmm. we had this horrible tragedy that's just been non-stop man we had the school today somebody went into a hospital and shot up a hospital and then somebody <laughs> had a fight on a train and killed each other over a sports team it's like oh it's like what is up with the violence of this week, man. I don't know. Unfortunately, man, it's a violent world, you know? Yeah. It's the way it is. But yes, my, since you mentioned it, yep, my co-host Brian had his baby uh, Thursday night. And uh, so I like, congratulate him. I was happy to see the, you and the STL Nation congratulated him. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, Brian. Good times, man. This episode a is... Beautiful little girl. Yep. Very, she's very cute. Saw the picture. Most babies aren't cute, so that kind of works when you come out with a cute baby. So it's all good. Got, got her daddy's hairline. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but uh, I guess all the big news stuff, sir, is mostly in in our overall review of the uh, of the year of TV. But mm-hmm. I just wanted to kind of touch base with you on the whole Man of Steel thing, and uh, just see if you had, you know. Any insights to my craziness on why I just didn't love it? That's all. Man, we need a lot of time. You laying on the couch and us talking to figure that out. <laughs> I'm down for that, man. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, you coming to my house or am I going to yours? Come on up. I ain't got enough gas, homie. I no, got like man. 15 bucks to last me the rest of the week. Well, all right. I got about the same. Let's make this happen. All right, cool. We'll meet halfway. There you go. <laughs> End up in an alley somewhere. Oh man, it's getting uglier and uglier. All right, all right, sir. Well, let's let's kill it for the uh, for the news and let's roll into our uh, 2012 review of TV. You ready for it, sir? Heck yeah. Look, if you had one shot to sit on your lazy butt. And watch all the TV you ever wanted until your brain turned to mush. Would you go for it or just let it slip? Yo. Remote is ready, eyes wide, palms are sweaty. The Flintstones on the TV already. Wilma and Betty, no virgin. The channel surfing and I'm HD ready. So I flip. Garbage is all I'm getting. The Simon Cow who folks want to disembowel. He opens his mouth, always says something foul. They're dying, wow. Wannabes are crying now. He votes them out. Time to throw in the towel. Shows based on reality. Oh, the humanity. Oh, Ozzy's family. Show love profanity. Oh, the insanity. Oh, dogs that crap and be home of depravity. No, they live happily. Yo, plus the Ali G show and celebrity mole. There's Anna Nicole, she's scaring me Look, monocavities, oh, it's a station break Better go out to the kitchen and microwave something You're gonna lose your mind watching TV They told me, they told me, but I'm still tuning every show My cable gets C-SPAN TV, land and HBO The Travel Channel, Discovery, and Lifetime You're gonna lose your mind watching TV They told me, cajoled me, turn off those music videos I'm gonna watch C-SPAN TV, land and HBO The History Channel and QVC and Lifetime as I watch NASCAR racing, that show about undertaking Larry King to 24 to blind order. The weather channel's boring, like 60 minutes, ancient reporters. Next up on a true Hollywood story, the rise and decline of 12 actors named Corey. Shows for next fall, they already been naming CSI Boise and Touch 
everybody tolerates Raymond. And King of Queens jumped the shark the first minute. I can't believe Richard Simmons ain't in it. I move right on the eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter. Then I bet I watch The Bachelorette, followed by Welcome Back, Cotter, and the Muppet Show, where they go when I'm out. Lose your mind watching TV. They told me, they told me, but I'm still tuning every show. My cable gets C-SPAN, TV Land, and HBO, the Disney Channel, and a and and Lifetime. Lose your mind watching TV. They told me, cajoled me, but I still love Lisa Kudrow. I'm looking at C-SPAN, TV Land, and HBO, the Playboy Channel, and Court TV, and Lifetime. Are lost in space. I've seen each amazing race and without a trace. But I only watched Will and Grace one time, one day. Wish I hadn't, cause TiVo now thinks I'm gay. Oh, and Fear Factor, I watched maybe a half hour. After that, felt like I needed a long shower. Network execs with naked ambitions. Next week on Fox, watch Lions Eat Christians. Like to tie up those programming planners. Make them watch all of that junk till their heads explode just like scanners. Leech covered grub eating fools on surface. There's James Lipton discussing the oeuvre of Mr. Rob Schneider And there's Gilligan and Spongebob Plus There's MacGyver and Jay Leno has got Madonna Hey, there's Luke Perry on a special all pig Latin episode of Drew Carey Wanna turn on E.T. Cause I'm a gossip freak And I gotta know who J-Lo is marrying this week A 30 second spot, then we come back to Are You Hot? I was planning on recording The Sopranos I forgot, I love shows with or without a plot I'll stare till my legs are numb, my eyes bloodshot Because I only have got one brain to rot I'm gonna spend my life watching television a lot You're gonna lose your mind watching TV They told me, they told me But I still tune in every show My cable gets C-SPAN, TV, Land, and HBO The Cypher Channel and AMC and Lifetime You're gonna lose your mind watching TV They told me, cajoled me Turn off that Oprah Winfrey show I got it on C-SPAN, TV, Land, and HBO The Learning Channel and MTV and Lifetime You can watch anything you want to, man Good times. So I was a little bit worried on how we were going to do this because uh, trying to find a list of everything that came out in 2012, it's kind of difficult, I have to admit. And uh, I know I haven't seen everything, but the good thing between us two is that I've seen a lot of crap that you haven't seen and you've seen a lot of stuff that I haven't seen. So I think we're going to cover a pretty good amount of this stuff. I think so. Um, I was searching around looking for a list. I was like, "What's the list for all the shows that came out in 2012?" And then you got Wait, you're not gonna, you're not going to read the list of every show that came out. No, no, no. It's going to get real boring real quick. Well, yeah, because you had uh, they break it down by channel, they break it down by like uh, BBC or you know, is it American? Is it a different country? So finally, I found the perfect place, and that was TV Guide's most popular TV shows. I thought yeah. this would work. Uh, I'm obviously there's like, there's 97 of them on here. So chances are, these are the big ones. These are the most popular ones. And it kind of cuts, cuts all the crap out that we don't really need to talk about. So I'll kind of throw out a few of them and, uh, we'll see if you've seen any. And if you have, we'll comment on it. And if I've seen any, I'll comment on it. You want to go from there? Sounds fun. Cool. So, uh, it goes all the way up to 97. So ugly Betty. It's 97. Now, I haven't seen this show, but I know that Ralph Macchio uh, was in this show for a little while, and he got a lot of good uh, recognition for this show. So have you seen Ugly Betty? I have not. 0 for 1. 
Oh for one. All right. General Hospital. I'm not a soap guy, so I definitely don't watch no General Hospital. That's I... not my soap. I'm a Days of Our Lives guy. <laughs> uh, Doctor Oz show. I have no idea what this is. That's that spinoff of Oprah with the Doctor. Doctor Oz. Right. I, I, let's let's skip that one. Sons of Anarchy. There we go. All right. So uh, why don't you go ahead and comment on this one because I know about it. I know it's on FX. I know good old Peggy from. Uh, Mary with Children's up in this show, and uh, Hellboy's in this show, and it's uh, got a lot of good praise. So why don't you go ahead and talk about it, sir? Sons of Anarchy is my favorite show on TV right now. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, Sons of Anarchy is the w- one of only a couple of shows that is absolute must-watch. No doubt about it. I've gotten, I finally got my wife. This is, I believe, season five this season. Uh, my wife just watched in the course of a month, watched the first four seasons and got caught all the way up. Cause I have all of this season DVR. Um, I love this show, man. It's so well written. You say Peggy Bundy, uh, Katie Seagal. She's, she's on this. Her husband, Kurt Sutter is the writer of the show. And it is a man's soap opera. I mean, it is very soap opera in feel, oh. but it is so intricate about this biker gang and all the things that happen with them. Every episode is a movie. It is so intricately laced. And he ties things together from season five. He still calls back things from season one. Like, oh, and by the way, remember this? This is being brought up. It's just, it's crazy how every episode, I I, I have some of my good friends at work, you know, every every Wednesday morning we have our discussion about it after we've seen it. And just trying to figure out where he's going. What could he do next? What does this mean? Who's this guy? It's just so crazy that he can keep it all together and tie things together at the end. It just, I I love it. It is, like I say, it's my favorite show. Um, The guy who plays Jax on it is great. Ron Perlman, you say Hellboy, is Clay. Just the cast is so good, and they replace people. They bring in guys. My guy, Henry Rollins, was on the second season. They bring in Danny Trejo in the last two seasons and just different weird people that you wouldn't expect. I mean, David Hasselhoff was on as a porn producer for half a season. I mean, it's just crazy. So was he uh, cheesing it up, or was he actually being legitimate? Uh, he was... Th- you can't really cheese it up on the show. They won't allow it, you know? I mean, you're, you're going to... The best performance that he could give as a porn producer working with Tom Arnold. I'll just say that. Right. Well, I mean, th- you know, in my opinion, I mean, Knight Rider is... I mean, he really was just like... Very rarely was he really messing around. It was pretty serious, you know, and uh, I loved him in that. But, of course, you know, he's made so much fun of himself lately. But, you know, like in Click, he does a really good job of just being a douchebag. Yeah, and and, and that's what he was in this, basically. It was very similar to, to Click. Yeah, so that's awesome, you know, because uh, I like it like in, you know, as horrible of a piece of crap movie as Piranha 3D was. He was the best part of that movie because he'd be like, you don't know who I am, kid, you know, because he's like, man, I'm not no life. You know, I'm not no lifeguard. You know, he's like, screw it. You guys get killed. I don't care. You know, it's just he was so good at just of being a jerk in that movie. He didn't. Did you see it? No, not. No, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen the sequel. Okay, Uh, it's terrible. It, It was the movie literally is like 58 minutes long and it's over. I mean, it's like the <laughs> shortest movie I've ever seen in my life. It's like literally they get to the killing in like seven minutes and nice. and then it's over. It's like, what? The movie's over? It's like, that's what I just paid to watch. It's like, 
like 59 minutes oh it's crazy but anyways a real thing he, he was good times in that um, yeah he didn't he didn't make it long in sons of anarchy he was on for a few episodes but um yeah like i say that is my absolute favorite show on tv the last four or five years well that sucks we covered your favorite <laughs> i know we got right to it that's pretty low on the list man that's that's crazy it's 94 it can't be just ahead of the dr oz show yeah that's ridiculous <laughs> all right uh next one up is uh private practice never nope. seen it uh but i hear i i don't know i haven't heard i don't hear good things i don't hear bad things i know of it but i've never seen it Right now, I'm just mad that I know there's gonna be a lot of awful shows that you read that come before Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> you're gonna be me. You're gonna be like, what? Mad. This and this one too? Oh man, um, this one should not be 92, and that's Burn Notice. Oh my gosh, I love. Uh, go, go ahead with it. We've discussed it a few times, and you've got me convinced that I gotta try it. Oh man, Burn Notice. Uh, I would say pretty much like you said, Sans uh, with Sons of Anarchy that. Uh, the show does an amazing job of writing, writing-wise. It's like, uh, man, uh, there's a lot of fans out there that that listen to this show that watch Burn Notice. And uh, this new season, like I mentioned a couple episodes ago, it's like, geez, Louise, how in the heck is this? It feels like this is the last season, and yet it get it got renewed for another one. It's like, uh, it's so smart. It's like, did a spy actually write this show? Because it's like. If you were to take MacGyver and James Bond and you made a show, you get burn notice. It's like, I mean, the stuff that they do in every single episode, there's always some crazy thing that they build, some way that they get out of things. And and in every episode, they're playing different characters because in order to help the little guy, they got to, uh, you know, uh, be somebody else, be a gangster, be... uh, uh, be a drug dealer, whatever. I mean, it's hmm. flipping crazy how, uh, you know, man, it's just so good, man. The writing is, spectac- <laughs> the writing is spectacular, and uh, I love the characters, and uh, it's phenomenal, and there's no way it should be 92. This thing should be, like, in the top 10. I mean, it's like, without this show, Half the Crap on USA, you wouldn't even have those shows because Burn Notice really – was the one of the first shows to ever do the whole mid-season uh, and then the whole winter finale where you didn't have to wait a whole entire time for it to come oh, back. Oh, man, do I hate that. It's like I love Burn Notice because it's like, oh, you're at mid-season finale, but you only have to wait a month or you only have to wait two months. And it's. I wish every show would do that. That's the one complaint I have with Sons of Anarchy is the season already wrapped up. It's a short season. It goes from September to like the beginning of December. And then see you in September. And it's like there's always a massive cliffhanger. And then it's like, see you in nine months. Enjoy that. I just, oh, man. I wish every show would do like Burn Notice does and the, a lot of shows have started to do now. Yeah. It's uh, it's good, good times, man. So I really, really love, um, I really love Burn Notice. It's probably maybe my second or third favorite show. So. Cool. Good times. All right, so let's move on to uh, the unit. Um, I know the guys in. I know the guys in this show, but I've never seen the unit. Nope. Uh, the Good Wife. Man, girls at work watch this crap, and uh, they they just talk. Did you see the Good Wife? Did you see the Good Wife? I'm like, nope, never seen it. Uh, how about you, sir? You seen the Good Wife? Heck no. <laughs> 
Yeah, we don't cover that show here. Uh, the Mentalist. How about that one? I watched I I watched that when it first came on. I watched the first couple episodes of it and I liked it. Um, just but I don't know something about it. I just didn't really stick to it. You know? Yeah. I'll watch it here and there when they have reruns on, but yeah, never really stuck to it. All right, Heroes. I hear season one is the best, and then it goes downhill from there. Yeah, I watched the first like season and a half of Heroes. And then kind of fell off with it. And um, yeah, just never got back into it. Tried getting back into it and just couldn't get interest going back again with it. I think I keep telling myself one of these days I'm going to go ahead and just watch the whole run of it again. But Were you the one that said that characters that would die would come back and be other people? No, but I heard that. I, yeah, I've heard that from other people. I think Jason was saying that. And yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I know. Come on. It's dumb. Uh, CSI Miami ended this year, uh, and I I was I love CSI Miami. Um, I don't know why. It's just I love the the cheese factor. It's in HD. It's one of the the one of the most beautiful looking TV shows there is. Is CSI Miami? It's just it's so bright and it's so the the special effects are done very very well. Uh, I mean, of course they solve everything within like two or three hours. Uh, you know, and it wraps up and you can do a shot game to this show. How many times David Caruso takes his sunglasses on and off and on and off. Yeah. It'll be trashed by the end of the show, but <laughs> uh, it did end. I didn't know there was uh, that this was the final season. And then it just, everything wrapped up. And I looked over my wife. I was like, is this the series finale? I'm like, there's only seven minutes left, but it feels like this is the end. And then I look it up and it's like, yep, it's over. It's like, what? You're warning me. So uh, next one is uh, Friday Night Lights. I hear good things. Never seen it, sir. I think is that still going? I think that's done as well. Uh, I think so. Yeah. I think it's done. I think it had its run. Um, let's see. We have uh, Fringe. I know Fringe was on, wasn't it? This was the last season, right? For Fringe. I think so. That one got bounced around a little bit. I started watching that, and I, my wife is in love with uh, what's his name, Joshua Jackson, Pacey. Yep. yep. And uh, so that's we start watching that, and I, that's a cool show. It's a it's an interesting show, but it's it's hard to watch when your wife is over there just cooing, oh PC the whole time, you know. <laughs> I mean, come on, <laughs> that's good times, man. I love me some Pacey, man. He was always fun. Uh, let's see. But I I hear your pain though. I got to hear that with LL Cool J all the time. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, the Office, man, I've never gotten a chance to check this show out, but I hear excellent things about The Office, man. That's a great show, and and it's had its ebbs and flows. You know, I mean, they your star leaves. Steve, Steve Carell left uh, before last season, and they've gone two seasons without him. And I thought it would be awful without him because Steve Carell really carried the show. But it just shows how well written the show is. Yeah. Last year they brought in James Spader to be the boss, which was really funny. And there were there's good and there's bad. Um, towards the second half last year, there was they brought in this British lady who was the boss, and those episodes really sucked. <laughs> she's still around, but now she's kind of in the background. And and um, it's it's a really well well written show. It is definitely it should end this year though. They're starting to run out of ideas. Gotcha. It's starting to get a little. It's jumping the shark, you know, and. Kind of circle in the toilet, so yeah, I gotcha. Uh, Legend of the Seeker. I have no idea what this is. Legend of the Seeker. Never heard of it. Now, Hannah Montana. This show ended like last year, so I have no idea why it's on this list now. I mean, probably because of reruns, but my kids watch flipping this and iCarly all the time. 
Uh, you know, it, it was what it was. But uh, I have to admit, man, there's a lot of good music that came out of this show that unfortunately are on my iPod as we speak. <laughs> I, I've never watched Hannah Montana. Uh, lucky man you are. <laughs> I have seen a lot of iCarly, though. But you, but you got boys, though, right? Yes, I do. So that that's the thing. I got girls, so that's how it yep. is. Uh, Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Love it. Love me some SVU. This right here is uh, phenomenal. Should not be 81 on this list. Uh, here's the thing with uh, with Law and Order. It only had the original. Only had to go one more season, and it would have broke the Bonanza record. Mm-hmm. And NBC can canceled it. They could they couldn't even had it on for six episodes. Do something. But why would you get rid of it on when you only needed one season and you would have broke the record? And it's like that was the dumbest thing they could have done. Uh, Law and Order was canceled along with Criminal Intent with uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, which was a phenomenal show. Always a good time. Uh, but Special Victim unit, uh, Units, here's the thing. I was very fearful because, uh, as you know, uh, the guy who's in Man of Steel trailer, um, Elliot. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Christopher Maloney. Maloney. He went on to True Blood. He was in True Blood for about four episodes, and then they killed him off. Spoiler alert. And uh, they got uh, the guy from Cold Case to uh, basically take over and be Benson's partner. And then they got another they got another girl. And uh, I have to admit, man, the way that they reformatted the show, I'm loving it. I thought I wouldn't like the new characters. And the fact that Munch is now not really with Ice-T anymore. He is with uh, – he's kind of been promoted. Oh, I love the way they took the show, man. I'm really, really loving it, man. They've, you know what? They've been good though with that. Who's that? Dick Wolf that produces that? All the Law and Orders. I mean, think about the original Law and Order and all the different detective groupings that have gone through that. You know, and you had the Benjamin Bratz and the and the um, Angie Harmons, and the, you know, the DAs and all these different people that would come through, and you'd be like, oh, this is my group. And then they someone leaves, like, oh, it can't be the same, and they bring in somebody else, and you know. They they're really good at just developing characters and and the bonds between partners and this and that and so they are kind of you know I mean I love Christopher Maloney and Mariska Hargitay that team you know and then Munch and Ice T uh, their team I love those but it, they do a good job of being able to swap things out they do they had some amazing guest stars in fact Patricia Arquette was just on uh, last week's episode and she was phenomenal. Uh, they had uh, even uh, Scott Bakula was just on. Nice. Uh, Mr. Quantum Leap. Yeah, Mr. Quantum Leap. They've had a lot of good stuff. The storylines. Oh, have- they always have great guest stars. They have, they get A-listers in there. Yeah, you know, as far as me as being a parent, uh, some people probably disagree with this, but I actually have my girls watch this show. And I'm like, this is what happens if you go out. You go out to a party or you end up walking down the street or this is what happened if you're not with me in the mall and I can't find you, you're going to get kidnapped. You know, it's like this is the crap that this happens. You need to pay attention. And, and they get it, man. You know, it's like whenever Law & Order Special Victim uses on, they're like, oh, man. I gotta watch this. You know, it's like it's educational. You know, it really is. So it is, man. I mean, you can catch Law and Order at any time. You can turn on the TV at any time and catch a, some version of Law and Order. Just the theme song just does it, man. I'm ready. Let's sit down and watch some Law and Order. I, I love that knock sound, man. The doo doo, whatever, whatever <laughs> that sound is. Good times. So, yep. all um, right. So let's move on. Uh, Oprah Winfrey. She she ended. You know, she was done, done giving away cars, but I mean, she got her own network. 
the uh, what is it the, the own network <laughs> the own network so now she does a lot of uh, WN yeah she still does some stuff but uh, she's you know she's I mean she's like what the richest person in the United States of America so something like that she's able to uh, end so good times now uh, Gossip Girl can't believe this is all the way up there uh, this is the last season in fact they were trying to cancel this show but because it's it's been on CW for so long, they did want to give it a final season. But uh, I never watched it. But I knew I knew that Katie Cassidy used to be on the show, and luckily she went over to uh, Arrow. So, hmm. and uh, when we get to Arrow, I'm just gonna say it now: Arrow is my favorite show of 2012. Nice. So I cannot wait to talk some Arrow. So good times, brothers and sisters. Nah. Never heard of it. So 90210 remake. Did you ever watch this crap? <laughs> I watched the first two episodes just out of morbid <laughs> curiosity, and that was it. And it was enough for you, right? That was it. I got two episodes. I'm like, hey, there's so-and-so, and there's uh, whatever. Yeah. It, I, didn't they try to make a cameo appearance? Yeah. They just – yeah, they, Jenny Garth was in it, and, and they just throw cameos in, and that just wasn't enough to do it. Oh, man. I, I'm glad I missed that one, man. All right, next one we have uh, Young and the Restless. Who cares? Mm -hmm. Family Guy. Okay, so Family Guy. Uh, it's kind of like, uh, man, isn't you just watched Ted, and mm -hmm. uh, which I actually wanted to see that, but then my wife started yelling at me. He's like, oh, yeah, sure. Let's watch a movie that is all about this. And I mean, she was like going off on me. I'm like, okay, I won't watch Ted. Jeez Louise. <laughs> Like we watched Paul and that movie was bad. Why, you know? And then she, Ted's worse. Yeah, but what's worse? Paul is worse than Ted. Ted is. Oh, okay. Well, I have to admit, just based on the previews, I love when he goes through like fifty girls' names in twenty seconds. Yeah. That's hilarious. Is that like the best part of the movie? That's one of the best parts. It's, I mean, it's there's funny parts, but it's kind of one note, just the talking teddy bear and just saying horribly offensive things, you know. Watching a teddy bear outact Mark Wahlberg, um, uh -huh. that's kind of fun. Good times, because uh, yeah. we we ain't no Mark Wahlberg fans around this joint, that's for sure. No, no. Do, um, do we have... So yeah, it, I mean it's basically like watching the Family Guy. I mean it's all the voices from Family Guy in Ted. Yeah, because uh, he the guy in the Steve, what's his name? Steve? Seth, Seth MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. He is the voice of Ted as well, right? Yep. Okay, so Family Guy. Um, I know about it and I know it's pretty famous, but it kind of gets away with the crude humor, but since it's on TV, you know, it's kind of got it. It's kind of has to tone it down a little bit, but yeah, I used to love the family guy. It's kind of an alternative to the Simpsons and other stuff and kind of going along with like South park. And, um, then I've just kind of fallen off like the last year or so. And I've tried to go back and watch new episodes on Sunday nights and just kind of like, Nah, it just lost its flavor for me. There you go. Now, Wizards of Waverly Place. My kids mm -hmm. watch this all the time. Uh, it's on Disney XD. Not too bad. Selena Gomez, I think, is in this show. Yep. yep. So, uh, you know, it's for a kid's show. Not too bad. Uh, you know, luckily the stuff still on Disney is pretty decent. Um, I enjoyed the shows on there, but the thing I'm looking forward to is Girl Meets World. That's what I'm looking forward to next year. You know, the sequel, The Boy Meets World. Yep. Going to be good. Yep. So, uh, Californication. I believe this is that, uh, isn't that the, the, the sex show with, uh, yeah, with his Dave name? Yeah, Yeah. 
of course I've never watched this. I I heard a bunch of crap about this show though, and man, I'm glad I stayed away from this sucker. <laughs> All right, Supernatural. This is my number one favorite show on television. My favorite show of 2012 is Arrow, but oh, but Supernatural is my favorite show. Period. Uh, I mean, obviously, Knight Rider is my all-time favorite TV show, but if we're just talking favorite shows, it's Supernatural. This year, we went, we went into uh, Season 8. Now, you don't watch Supernatural, right? Nope. Okay. Do you know anything about this show? Just what I've heard. Okay. Basically, if I was going to sell this show to somebody, I would say this is the probably the smartest written show possible. Because of the fact this show takes so much pop culture and puts it into a show. This is one show where one episode can be extremely scary and then the next episode is completely funny. There's one episode where the main character dies 237 times mm-hmm. and, and they, they get away with it. There's one show where one of the actors becomes Kit from Knight Rider. Uh, because it's supernatural based, you can do anything you want in this show. Um, it's, uh, eight seasons in, you know, uh, originally, um, we were, uh, you know, we were dealing with the father who was, uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan. It was kind of, you know, searching for him. And then one brother sold, sold his soul because the, yeah, one of the brothers dies and then eventually it turns around where the other brother sells his soul and then finally you start to deal with Armageddon where they release the devil and then you start dealing with angels and then you deal with the uh, apocalypse and then finally you're dealing now with the Lathiathans or however you say that word. It's mm-hmm. from the Old Testament and those were the bad guys of last year. Season 6 was probably the biggest train wreck you could think of but season seven picked things up and now season eight is becoming season great because it's uh it's very you know eight seasons in it's still as awesome as uh you know as i remember it so cool so finishing up supernatural i would just say that uh you know with eight seasons in i mean be really easy to catch up because i mean the dvds they're on netflix it's easy to find it's on tnt they they play two episodes every single day so uh, i could just tell you hey season one starting i think if you watch the first season you would really love it and dig it but it's uh very very smart with pop culture so if you're not paying attention you'll miss a lot of the pop the pop culture references so hmm, cool Good stuff. Uh, Chuck, number 70. And now Chuck ended. Uh, I've heard amazing things about this show, but I've never watched it. Yeah, I've never really been interested in even checking it out. All right, sir. So we'll uh, we'll move on. And uh, Millionaire Matchmaker. I never watched this crap, and that's exactly what it is. It's crap. I hate these shows. These shows are ridiculous. Any show that has to deal with matchmaking or, or buying a lover or some crap like that. We're going to get married at the end of the show ridiculous millionaire matchmaker i've watched a few times some bravo are you it's not a good, it, yeah yeah it's not a good show it's about this lady who's like out in hollywood who make mat does matchmaker like matches up millionaires with each other oh yeah well, it's, it's a little different than the bachelor and bachelorette and all that other crap yeah it's it's not that style of reality show it's a different style of reality show it's still not good right all right. Well, I, I guess I can give you some forgiveness on that. No, I don't want it. It's not good. All right. <laughs> hey, have you uh, heard of Better With You? No. Okay. Better With You, uh, Harry's Law, 
or Curb Your Enthusiasm? Love Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay, what's that? Tell me about it. That's on HBO. That's the that's Larry David's show, the creator of Seinfeld. Um, and it's his show. It's just about his life, about Larry David. And it's kind of a faux reality show. It is kind of like him. Um, and he gets like ultimate A-list guest stars. I mean, he's, he's had the whole cast of Seinfeld on there doing cameos and different people. It's just him going through life, being an obnoxious kind of jerk, but not realizing it and just getting into fights with people. And it's just every episode is just hilarious and just awkward and just, you know, it has a very Seinfeld feel to it, feel to it because, you know, he wrote Seinfeld. So, um, it's similar to that only it's HBO. So they get really filthy sometimes. Um, it's a funny show. Um, one of my new favorites and I found it kind of by accident is tattoo nightmares. Have you seen this show? I have not. Okay. So it's on spike TV and, uh, it comes before, um, that ink, ink masters, uh, you know, Dave, uh, Navarro from Mm -hmm. that band. Okay. So what tattoo nightmares is, is essentially there's these three artists, two guys and one girl and you go you go with your tattoo and what they do is they they cover up your tattoo with something better and it's phenomenal how they cover up your tattoo and a lot like one guy had a burning flag uh one guy had tribal tribal is actually the hardest to cover up and the work they do is phenomenal i'm not a I'm not a tattoo guy. I don't have any tattoos on me. You know, I'm, I'm much too small for that. Uh, you know, I, I'd wuss out and, and probably pass out. But my <laughs> wife, she's got two of them. So, you know, she kind of, we just watched and I was like, I'll give it a shot. And I love watching this show. I can't wait for it to come on. It's it's extraordinary artwork that these guys do and how they manage to cover up your tattoo and they show you the before and after and the after effect. You're just like, you can't even see it. It's wow, like, I'm gonna have to go on there. I got one that I'd like to get covered. Yeah, it's a very, very good show. Uh, it's called Tattoo Nightmares on Spike TV. Check it out. So, Sweet. one of my new favorites. Um, let's see. We have Boardwalk Empire. Uh, it's mm-hmm. on HBO. Hawaii Five-O, which is a remake, but I've never watched this show. Uh, did you? I watch watched the I watched the first few episodes of that too. Kind of watch everything when they first come on, and I like Grace Park from. Um, from BSG, and she was on a show with Benjamin Brett, which was pretty cool too. Good deal. But I can't stand Scott Kahn. <laughs> That's the guy from uh, Varsity Blues, and um, what's the moment? Mark Paul Gosler, and it's uh, Dead Man on Campus. He's in that movie as well. Um, yeah, nice. Campus. Yeah, that's Mark Paul Gosler and uh, Thomas. Uh, what's the guy from the? Um, the uh, the Tom Hanks directed movie where he, the thing you do thing you do the drummer yep yeah he, Spartacus Spartacus he's in that movie and I yep. think, and that guy's in there he's like some oh I think he's a crazy loony or maybe it's some I swear it's him hey, but no 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 the guy that the the guy that that uh, tries to like kill steals the cop car and all that stuff yeah that's a different guy Is that the guy in Freddy versus Jason the cop oh. Man, I don't remember. I think it is because that guy. Oh man, this is gonna kill me. I know people are yelling at us right now. Just going off on tangents. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we roll. That's how we roll here. Um, all right, so moving on. Hawaii Five O. Don't check it out. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, the event. Uh, I purposely didn't watch this because I knew it would suck. So. I know. Me too, man. It was that thing was hyped too. Yeah, and if I'm fa- like, this thing's getting canceled. Yeah, it got it failed. Gone. See you later. Adios. Uh, Detroit 187. This must have got 187 because I don't even remember the yeah, show. I only made a couple episodes, and I had I actually have uh, a lady I work with. Her son was on that show, and she was all pumped. She was bringing in like posters of it after the pilot episode and everything. There's my son. This is great. And I felt so bad because I knew that thing wasn't gonna make it. I think it made four episodes. Oh, or got canned. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, L Cats was on CW. That had Ashley Tisdale. That was gone. Uh, didn't last long at all. Or all of these shows are ahead of Sons of Anarchy, by the way. This sucks, <laughs> right? Ridiculous. Uh, damages. I've heard of this show. That's a good show. You know that show? Do you know anything? Yeah, that's a, it's a good show. Okay, so you, so you like that one? All right. I love it, man. Yeah, it's a it's a cool spy CIA type show. Good deal. All right, so we got Hot in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Uh, one Tree Hill, which I know this one, but this is on the Soap Network now. Uh, and Entourage. And I hear good things about Entourage. Seen that one? Yeah, I watched the first, I don't know, five or six seasons, whatever it was, of Entourage. And then uh, I don't get HBO anymore. And I just kind of got burned out on it. They kind of ran out of ideas, too. Gotcha. Now, The Secret Life of the te- of American Teenager. This is kind of like um, there was two shows in the CW that got canceled. Uh, one of them was Ringer and uh, The Secret Circle. And I was very upset. That's it, actually my hesitation of wanting to start Arrow was because of those two shows because I liked them so much and then they got canceled. I was like, why do I even want to try Arrow? But I guess Arrow has been doing. I, let's talk about Arrow now. I mean, now that we're right. now that we're talking about it, I was really scared to start Arrow because of the fact of it's on CW. It's a new show. Do I want to invest my time? You know, the same talk we always have. Do you want to invest your time on a show that you don't know if it's going to be guaranteed more than one season? But if you don't watch it, then you're not helping it. So you, you're damned right. if you damned if you don't, right? But I liked the trailer. I was like, kind of got a Batman Begins vibe. And here's the thing with Arrow. Arrow is essentially Batman that kills. I mean, that's really it. This show is like Batman Begins as a TV show, but if Batman could kill people. So, yep. good times, man. I love this show. Um, I'm kind of being sarcastic about the whole uh, kill thing because it's basically people on a list, and you know he tells them how they failed his city. Uh, but most of the nine times out of ten, it's always in self-defense. The people that are being affected. But it's a pretty sweet show, though, man. I love the characters, man. Um, my wife loves the fact that uh, Dresden from the Dresden Files is Katie Cassidy's dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Katie Cassidy. She's beautiful, gorgeous. Uh, I love, I love her in this show. It's awesome to see her back again because she was in Supernatural. She was in season three of Supernatural. So ever since then, I've been a humongous fan of her. And then she was in Harper's Island, which was a mini series on CBS, I believe it was. So that was awesome. But uh, Arrow is my favorite because it just gets so good. And if my wife can sit there and say that she loves a show and starts posting on Facebook about it, that never happens. So this must be a good show because Mm. anytime you ask her, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. You know, yeah, it was pretty good. You know, but it's like Arrow, it's like, man, I can't wait for another episode, you know. And uh, very rarely do we watch shows live. We're all about the DVR. We're all about fast-forwarding the commercials. That's right. But uh, this and Revenge are the two shows we watch live. Hmm. So um, good times, man. Uh, Arrow is definitely my favorite of the year. 
I'm, uh, I think it definitely, definitely will get picked up uh, in 2018. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. It seems to be at an average of 3 million viewers, which for the CW is a phenomenal rating. So um, I think this show will, will continue to do awesome. So, all right, moving on. Biggest Loser. Uh, I've never watched this show. I know all about it. And a lot of people are big fans of this show. Still watch it today. Uh, or, or they're still watching it today. Have you seen this show? Do you like it? My wife loves watching this show. Um, and I have seen some of it. I don't really get into it. Um, but I don't know. She loves it. Uh, I just... I hear it in the background all the time. She watches on DVR, and so I'll be sleeping. And every time someone gets on a scale, they have this beeping sound, kind of like on 24 in between commercials. And it just dry, it drives me nuts. Like, I'm sleeping, and I just hear beep, beep, beep as they're getting on the scale. Right. Makes me really not care for it. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, Vampire Diaries. I hear a lot of good things. I've never checked it out, though. I actually have season one in my house. And uh, I've just never got a chance to check it out, man. So, what do you think of? Have you, do you know, have you watched Vampire Diaries? I have not watched. I am vampired out. Vampired out, right? Good time. <laughs> uh, Bad Girls Club. This is kind of a guilty pleasure show. I sometimes like to watch because it's like I get to see more pe- people, mess- more messed up than me. So, uh, <laughs> then afterwards, you're just like, wow, this is complete trash. And then you just kind of shut it off. So, very nice. Uh, let's go to Pretty Little Liars, man. I flip and love this show. This is in my top five of favorite shows. Uh, nice. This was very uh, for, number one. It's on ABC Family. They get away with a lot of stuff in this show. They deal with murder. They deal with uh, uh, lesbianism. They deal with uh, lots of uh, taboo subjects. And, uh, like it, they get away with it every week. But, uh, the thing that I love about the show is it's has phenomenal writing. It's consistent. It's very, uh, intriguing and it's a mystery in every episode. And just when you think you got to figure out, you get a twist and it manages to, to keep a whole season going where you get more questions and answers in every episode. Kind of like Christopher Nolan trailers. He gives you more questions than answers. That's essentially every episode of Pretty Little Liars. Just when you got an answer, you get a new question. So it's phenomenal. Uh, Sweet. Amazing show. So go check it out, sir. I think you'll dig it, man. All right. You're like, eh, I don't know. Probably- <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> it's good times, though. Uh, so. The Walking Dead. This is there we go. This has got to be the biggest show on, on TV. I don't know why it's 41 on this list. I think this list is kind of trash now that we're kind of reviewing this here. But on this list, it's 41. It's re- it should be top five. Yeah, easily. And I think it. I think it is. I mean, everybody. This is the best thing that happened since sliced bread, right? I mean, this is. This is yeah. This is my number two favorite show. And I I love this show and I'm not even caught up. You know, it's like the stuff that they get away with in this show should be like on like HBO or something. It's ridiculous that it's on AMC. I mean, AMC is still a cable show, cable network, but the stuff they do in this should easily be like HBO style of TV show. You know what I mean? Oh, I know, man. I this is this is the other show that I look forward to. Sunday night. I can't. This is the way I end my weekend. I'm gonna watch some Walking Dead. This is gonna be awesome. And it it very rarely 
doesn't deliver. You know, it delivers every week with surprises and twists and unique zombie killings and just craziness that is just awesome. And it's so well done. It looks beautiful. All those all those AMC shows like Mad Men and, and all these, they look great. They look like theatrical releases almost, you know? Awesome. So, yeah, Walking Dead, phenomenal. Good stuff, sir. Uh, I can't wait to catch up on it myself. I just got to get the time to do it. And uh, It's great, man. They're on their break right now, and they come back in February, which I'm really excited for. Good stuff. Now, I believe this is your boy Jason's favorite show, Dexter. Um, I know he does love Dexter, yeah. Yeah, I, I've been hounded repeatedly about watching the show and, and catching up on it, and I, I have, I have season one ready to rock and roll and watch, but I've never got into it yet. And I hear, you know, unfortunately I'm kind of spoiled by the, by the previews at this point. I already know kind of what's going on, but, uh, I hear amazing things. It's 38 on this list and I'm sure most people would say it should be like two or three. So it's funny, man. I am in the exact boat as you, I have season one. I've been told by everyone that it's so great and I'm like, yeah, I should watch that. And then I just, Anytime I'm about to, I'm like, I got something going on, or man, eh, I don't, not in the mood today to start it. One of these days. Yeah, one of these days it'll happen. Uh, it's just a matter of what day is that going to be, right? <laughs> right, right. Good deal. All right, so uh, Community, I've heard some yeah. good things. That's a real funny show. Community is an awesomely well written show, and they keep getting screwed with by NBC. They keep, oh, we canceled them. They're kind of getting the. Uh, you know, the Arrested Development type treatment. Like, oh, you're canceled even though everyone loves you and you're winning awards. I will bring you back, but we're not going to bring you back. We'll bring you back in the middle and then we're going to switch you nights. But it's a it's a really well-written comedy, well worth checking out. Excellent. Good deal. Uh, Mad Men. This is on AMC. I hear phenomenal things. I hear this is kind of a slow pace of a show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a deliberate pace. Um, and I'm a little behind on that one, but where I'm at so far, it's, it's great. It's really John Hamm, you know, stars on that Don Draper and he is just flipping awesome in that role. He is such a sleaze bag, but he's just so cool. Um, and yeah, it's, that's a great show to check out. Good deal. Now you'll notice, I know the listeners are probably like, well, you're skipping around. That's because some of these on the list, I know they're flipping cancel like 30 rock, you know, from 30 Rock is 30 Rock is still going. 30 Rock's still going, but like for example, um, the deadliest catch, it's yeah. like that one is like you know somebody died, and it's like I know that that one is you know not a lot of I don't know I I guess the ones that like Teen Mom I could care less. So like various shows like that, I'm like if I, we don't get to, I got I got my list. If we don't get to some, I'm a I'm gonna tell you about them. Yeah, there you go. So that's kind of why I'm kind of I'm skipping to the ones that I know that people are like, okay, this definitely has to be talked about. So Castle, this is another one that I hear phenomenal things about. Uh, I've never seen it though, man. I know, man. I've I watched I've seen a couple episodes, but they're you know they're not in order. And I hear that I don't have to watch them necessarily in order. Um, but I love Nathan Fillion. He is awesome. And this is one of those shows, just like you said, I got to get on it. I just got to just do it. Exactly. Uh, this is one of those, uh, you know, uh, this is one of those Walking Dead 
or uh, Dexter kind of shows for me where I got him just sitting there ready to rock and roll to, to get caught up or start watching, you know, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. good stuff. Uh, True Blood is not on this list. Oh, yeah, it is actually. It's number 19. So I guess I'll wait to talk True Blood in a minute because <laughs> I was like, I'm going to talk True Blood because now that it just hit my mind. Um, How I Met Your Mother. Uh, I hear amazing things. I think I've seen a few episodes. Oh, wait, I was thinking something else. Yeah, I've seen How I Met, How I Met Your Mother, sure. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? It's okay. Yeah. Um, my wife loves it, and so I do watch a lot of the episodes with her. It's all right. Not There's some bad. funny parts, but it seems like it's kind of the same deal a lot. Every time I watch it, it's like, wow, it's kind of like the episode I just saw. Gotcha. Now, didn't House end this year? It wasn't last year. Yes. It was this year, right? I believe it was this year, yeah. It was a good way to end, man. Oh, House was House was a great character. You yeah, know, he a, was. A doctor that was just a complete idiot. Not idiot, but just a complete jerk. Yeah, just socially just didn't care about people. Yeah, did did drugs, you know. I'm not like drugs as in like, you know, cocaine or anything. He just did a lot Vicodins. of painkillers. Yeah, he did a lot of Vicodin and stuff like that. But uh, the, the thing with this show, man, and this is kind of bad for me to say, but it was like burn notice in regards to this formulaic where you get the same episode every single every yeah. single week. You have the accident in the beginning. You have the uh, the the four or five wrong diagnosis, and then House figures it out in the last six minutes of the episode, and then you're done. It's the same crap every single. Yeah, week. it is, but it's the dynamic between him and Cuddy, and him and the other doctors, you know, and Omar Epps' character and whoever. That's what made the show interesting, because like you say, it is formulaic. It's the same thing over and over again. So. It's just it's the the chemistry between all those characters is what made it so interesting and fun. Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, now Glee, Glee is 26 on this list. Uh, I've never seen Glee. I hear a lot of things about it. I've seen the previews. I've seen, you know, like the Britney Spears special. You know, and I see the soundtracks on iTunes all the time, but never watched it. So what about you? Um, I've seen them here and there. Like I keep, this is like my cop out tonight, but my wife loves this show as well, <laughs> you know? And so I have seen some and more the first season than anything recently. Um, I love Jane Lynch. I really love Jane Lynch. So I do kind of like it now that she's on there. I'll watch it for her sometimes, but, um, I don't understand. I, but since I kind of just watch here and there, I have no idea what's going on as far as the drama of the show. Right. You know, I'm like, well, who's this guy and what are they doing? I don't care. Whatever they so, yeah, it's a huge show, though. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to talk about The Bachelor. Who cares? Okay, good. Uh, Jersey Shore. Who cares? Uh, the Closer. Now, this was a big show on TNT, man. Uh, this was uh, uh, this was Kevin Bacon's wife. Wow, what's her name? Karen yeah, yeah, yeah. Sedgwick. Was it Karen Sedgwick? Yeah, there you go. Um, man, uh, I caught a few episodes, and I know that this show ended this year. And uh, it, it ended pretty big. So, you know, I, I I thought I would really like this show. I just never, it's not that I didn't give it a chance. I just never got around to checking it out. But the few episodes I saw, I was like, this is pretty good stuff. So hmm. Yeah, I never checked out an episode of that. Good deal. Uh, now, Big Brother, it's a huge show that everybody still watches. And I purposely never watch it because of that. I don't, I don't watch a lot of those survivor big brother reality shows yeah i'm kind of realityed out man uh-huh now true blood this is number 19 now this is a show that uh i'm kind of surprised that i watched this is on hbo and uh this is a vampire show 
boy, is it a vampire show. Here's what I heard. I heard that this was uh, vampire porn when I first when someone told me about it at work. I was like, what's True Blood? And they're like, oh, it's vampire porn. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll never watch that show. <laughs> and then uh, episode one came on, and I was watching. I didn't know what it was. I got by the end. Of, I got done with the end of the episode, and they're like, "You just were watching True Blood." I'm like, "No way, that wasn't True Blood." <laughs> you got me. I'm, right. I was like, "Damn, that was good." And then you know what helped that uh, the girl from X Men, uh, you know, was in it. Um, oh yeah, yeah, Anna Paquin. Yeah. Yeah, Anna Paquin, Rogue, and uh, I've uh, me and the wife. After we watched three episodes, we looked at each other and we're like, "Well, as long as you watch this and make sure that the kids aren't awake." I think we'll be good. So mm-hmm. like you want to, you know, I'm like, this is the best vampire show I've ever seen. It's actually not no twilight crap. This is actually vampire stuff. And then it started dealing with werewolves. I was like, Oh man, now we're getting somewhere. And, uh, I'm officially caught up, man. We, we got all five seasons and within, uh, within five, no, three weeks, we watched all five seasons and then, nice. and, uh, the thing is, is that with this show, the one thing that I absolutely love is every episode ends on a cliffhanger, every episode. So um, imagine this, there's one episode where one of the main stars of the show gets shot in the head and they, and they end the episode like that. It's nice. like, it's like that style of, of how they end it or like someone gets attacked by a werewolf and it ends, you know, it's just like, how is it going to pick up from there? And, uh, and the thing that sucks is when you watch a show nonstop and then you, and then you catch up. Now you have to wait a week. Yes. I learned that the hard way with true blood. And, uh, I kind of regretted the fact that I did that. (laughs) That's I, I did that with Sopranos. I, I didn't get into Sopranos until about the fifth season or something. And kind of the same as you, like over the course of a few weekends, just burned through and caught up. And then it's like, oh, no, <laughs> I can't watch four a day now. <laughs> I got to wait a week. This is ridiculous. Right. So, yeah, you feel the pain. So that's good. That's right. All right. Oh, man. Number 18. And I think most people are going to be pissed at this. Breaking Bad is listed as 18. And every other list I've ever seen is listed as number one. Yeah, that thing wins awards. Brian Cranston just just picks up Emmys every year for this thing. Man, this list sucks. I should have picked a different list. Nice job, Masoon. So I, I apologize to the channel surfers out there. I picked a crappy list. I should uh, I should have gone somewhere else. There was like a list of like the top 25 or the top 50. I saw 100 on here. I'm like, ooh, let's use this one. But, man, this seems way off. So, yeah, uh, it really does. Yeah, so th- this is crap. But at least, though, by seeing the title of the show, we could talk about it. And that's kind of what I wanted. I wanted to at least see. We'll call this no particular order. Exactly. We'll just say these are the shows that uh, are recognizable that, uh, hey, I've probably seen this or maybe you have kind of thing. So so yeah. Breaking Bad is probably most people's favorite show uh, or The Walking Dead. It's either between those mm-hmm. two. Uh, now, I've never seen an episode of Breaking Bad, unfortunately. So overall, what are your thoughts on this sucker? Um, now I have I've, I've, we've talked about this on Movie Mojo a couple times. Um, I have tried to get into Breaking Bad, and it's a rough show to get into from the beginning. The first couple episodes when it first came on, I watched the first first couple, and it was hard, man. It was it was hard to get into, and so I have kind of fallen off on it. I know that that and Walking Dead are two of the best looking shows, the best well most well done shows um 
and I do want to kind of try and pick it back up and force myself because I, you know, I have kind of unfortunately heard all the spoilers for the show, so there's no real surprises for me. But from hearing the spoilers makes me really want to check it out again. Right. Um, but I kind of do have to start from the beginning again and, and, and really get into it the right way. So I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that sometime soon. Gotcha. Uh, a couple shows I noticed that were not on this list, Once Upon a Time. Uh, my wife loves this show, and uh, it's actually the girl, the blonde from House, is actually in this show. Uh, okay. And uh, it's basically a fairy tale show. And uh, it's my, my, kid lo- my kid loves it, watching it with my wife. So it's on NBC, and uh, a lot of people love this show. So um, that in Haven, uh, that's a sci-fi network show. Uh, that's another one. A lot of sci-fi network stuff we like to watch. Um, I know like Jason and Dan, they love to watch the the makeup show. What's that called? Face Off. Face That's off. awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of shows that uh, are not on this list that uh, should be there, man. Stuff from sci-fi like uh, I Love Hollywood Treasures. That show's phenomenal. That's a cool show too. Oh, man. It's like what what beauty of movie memorabilia are you going to get in this episode yep. and and they and they ended with Knight Rider last year and Dukes of Hazard and oh it's just it's awesome and, and then they they sold the bit last year what they sold the biggest one that had like the suit uh, the Christopher Reeve uh, Superman outfit uh, yep. Michael yep. Keaton and they're they're essentially going to do uh like for a couple of years, it's going to take to do all these episodes on selling all this stuff. It was like their biggest uh, thing they ever bought. And uh, yeah, man, I love that show. It's great. My wife loves Haven. And unfortunately, I believe it was the uh, the season finale was last night. And uh, because it was uh, high school shooting related and due to the shooting that, of course, occurred in the elementary school in Connecticut, they, mm. they pulled that episode uh, and they have no idea if they're going to air that again, obviously due to the sensitivity, of course. So, And, of course, all of our thoughts and prayers and the CCP go out to everybody in Connecticut because that's horrible, yeah, man. Horrible. Uh, it it's really like, is. You know, this year has proven that uh, you're not safe. You know, the movie, the movie theater is supposed yeah. to be safe and the Dark Knight Rises scumbag did that and then – you know, school shootings have happened, but elementary school, you know, you think little kids would be safe and, and this happened. So I'm not trying to bring the show down, but it's, it's just kind of, uh, it's kind of a sad reality that, uh, how, how things are becoming now, you know? And, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, that's definitely sad what happened, of course. And, uh, we, uh, we wish everybody the best up there. So good stuff. I agree. And the dog... Whoops, the dog goes crazy. And the dog goes crazy. <laughs> um, let's see. Another one is, uh, okay, this is on NBC. It's kind of like the Supernaturals, kind of like NBC's Supernatural. What are you doing, man? St- stuff's just banging around over here. Don't worry about me. <laughs> uh, and that's, uh, what is the name of that show with the werewolves and everything else on NBC? Grim. Grim. There you go, sir. Grim. Yeah. Uh, that's not on this list either. My wife loves that show, wow. man. So uh, I've seen Grimm. Not bad, not bad. I like it. It's good stuff. How about you? Yeah. Um. No, I. Man, this is awful. <laughs> I don't watch the, the shows that are on this list. <laughs> no, I haven't, but I've heard about it, and it sounds pretty awesome. Good. Well, you said you have a list of stuff, so we're almost done here. 
so I'm, I'll get to your list in a minute here. Um, American Idol, I've quit. I'm done watching that crap. Now that they've yeah. signed Nicki Minaj and... Uh, once I heard that name, I was done. So who cares? And the the sad thing is, I play a lot of American Idol people on STL, and so that's going to be stopping going forward. So, uh, Bones, uh, Bones is a big one that I love, and evidently uh, Jason hates now. So, huh. and uh, I I don't know, man. You're gonna hate me, Jason, but I love the fact that they're together, man. Uh, you know, I there, there's been some complaints in regards to. You know, it took them seasons upon seasons to get together. Now that they're finally together and have a baby. It just doesn't seem the same. But I like, I, I like it. I, I haven't had any issues with it. I haven't had any problems. But I, it does. It is a different dynamic, though. It is. You know, it. it I like the kind of playful, flirty dynamic that they had before. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm kind of torn between the two because. It does kind of really change the feel of the show now that they're together. I, I see people's points, and I can totally see where they're coming from and agree with them. But for me, because I wanted them together for so long, I'm enjoying the dynamic of them being together. Mm-hmm. So for me, it doesn't bother, but I can completely understand the people that are irritated by the fact that they're together and now have a kid and it's changed the dynamic of the show and now they hate it. I completely see where they're coming from. But it doesn't bother me personally, and I enjoy what I'm being delivered. So yep. that's kind of where I stand. Now, New Girl, I gave up on that show. Uh, so I. Gave it a half a season, and I hated it. And other people, I, tr- I tried to force myself to like it. Uh, me too. I I thought that I could force myself to dig it, and I just didn't, man. It just she was. It's hard to say what was what my issue is with the show. It just wasn't that good. Same as yeah. Whit, same as Whitney. Couldn't. Oh, oh no, that Whitney's just bad. Yeah. Whitney was just not funny. The new girl, I love Zoe Deschanel, but the show just didn't really. I never understood like where's it going. Like it's not funny, but it's not really like drama. Like I don't really. Basically, I just didn't care about any of the characters. Yeah, that's probably the problem I had. It's like I didn't really care about anybody. It was just kind of, it's kind of blah. Yeah, exactly. You know, but yeah, Whitney, I I canceled that too as well. I was like, oh, I gave it six episodes. I'm done. See you later. Yeah. Uh, persons of interest or person of interest. I always wanted to watch this show because I love me some Jim Jim Caviezel, but man, I never got a chance to see it. And I hear amazing things, and it's on CBS. So see, I hear amazing things. I know my my guy David Vox Mullen. He's got the Person of Interest podcast, and I keep being told that I should watch it. But Caviezel's partner in that show, I do not like. That guy just creeps me out all the time. Just his look. Just I don't want to watch him act. I think it's because like the first two or three things I saw him in, he played a pedophile. Oh. And it's like I don't like this guy. It's kind of kind of hard to separate yourself from, you know. It's kind of like when you see the same person. Like for example, uh, what's uh, Angelia Jolie's dad, uh, John Voight. John Voight, yeah. He's always a jerk off in every yeah. movie. And then you get to National Treasure. I'm like, okay, at what point does he turn into a bad guy? At what <laughs> right. Point does he turn into a bad guy? And I'm like, wait a second. Do I like John Voight? No, I don't like John Voight. And then I get to the end of the movie, I'm like, wait, he's still not a bad guy? Wait, he's a good guy? So then I had to rewatch National Treasure knowing he's a good guy. And then I was like, wow, this is awesome. So That's funny. That's true, though. There are guys. You're just like, oh, wait, I got to root for this guy? Yeah, it's like yeah. You're, every movie I've ever seen him in, you're a horrible person. 
and I don't like you. And now I actually like you, and I can't like you because you're not supposed to be likable. So That's right. So good times, man. I, I can understand your feelings on that. Now, Criminal Minds, uh, have you watched this? Um, I've watched some kind of here and there. Um, it's just kind of one. It's a cool show. I just never, it's not one of like my shows, you know? Gotcha. Um, Modern Family. Did we talk about this one? We have not talked about that yet. Okay. Now Modern Family, isn't that the one that has Al Bundy in it? <laughs> it does have Al, Al Bundy, yes. Uh, what do you, have you seen this? Cause I have not. Modern Family is my favorite comedy on television. Are you serious? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It, bring, my, oh, talk about it, sir. Modern Family is, is one of the few shows that my entire family gets together and watches. And we like, you know, we DVR it and we, we can't watch it alone. Everyone has to be together for it to be watched or there's going to be hell to pay in the house. You know, it's, it's just such a well-written funny show. When I first saw it, I thought it was going to be canceled right away. Like, Oh, it's got Ed O'Neill and, you know, Sofia Vergara and a bunch of weird characters, but it's basically one family and just three different branches of that family. You know, Al, or, uh, Al Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> nice job. Um, Ed O'Neill is kind of like the, the patriarch of the family. And he married this young Colombian girl, Sofia Vergara, and they have their son. And then, and then his, his son is gay with his partner and their adopted daughter. And then his, his daughter and her family. And it's just craziness. There's always just weird craziness. It's so well-written. It's just it, every week. It's hilarious. Um, it's it reminds me of Seinfeld when it was at its best, where they'll have three completely different storylines going on through the show, and then by the end, all of a sudden, they all just kind of smash together and make sense. And it's just it's so fun. It's hilarious. Cool story, bro. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. Um... Yeah, I I want to check this out, man. I hear, you know, I hear great things and hearing you talk about it, it's like, man, I cannot miss an Al Bundy show. And man, I've been watching a lot of Married with Children reruns lately. I watch them almost every morning when I'm getting ready for work. Dude, we got to do Married with Children next time then, man, cuz I get up in the morning and then like five in the morning, Married with Children's on. Like, yeah, I watch this. I didn't think you watched that show. That's why I never brought it up, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, love it. Love it. Love Mary with Children. Good times, man. Such good stuff happens in that show. It's still that's still phenomenal classic. Oh yeah. Oh, good times. So that's good. Modern Family. I would definitely have to check that one out. Um yes, sir. Dancing with the Stars. The only time I watched this one was when Ralph Macchio was on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is a phenomenal show for most people. Uh, I don't have anything against this show. It's just for me, I only watched it because Ralph Macho was on there. And he only, he got like third place, I think it was. Yeah, it all depends on who the celebrities are. I've watched it and kind of just kind of come and gone in the season, depending like, oh, my guy's out, I'm out. You know, yeah, that's, that's kind of the way I am with it. Yeah, I'm the same way. If my guy's out, I'm done. See you later. So yep. uh, two and a half men, I could care less about this show. Amen. Oh, yeah, I didn't really like it when Charlie Sheen was on. And that's a shame because I love me some Charlie Sheen. I mean, he was a lot of his movies, Men at Work, you know, The Chase, uh, The Wraith. So many great movies I I can think of with Charlie Sheen that I love. And I watched this show. I was like, oh, this is trash. I just don't like it. Yeah. And then they bring on Ashton Kutcher to try to revive it. And then even the kid a couple weeks ago starts to go off about how crappy the show is. Yeah, they're trying anything. I mean, they brought on Miley Cyrus for a couple episodes. Yeah, now the kid's like, don't watch the show. It sucks. Don't watch it. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. So I, I took the kids' advice, and I won't watch it. So. <laughs> I took the kids' advice a few years ago. Yeah. Years early. Uh, now, one sh- this show my mom absolutely loves, and uh, I watched the spinoff, and that's NCIS um, okay. Los Angeles with the LL Cool J and Crystal Donald. I watched that one, but I don't watch the original. The original uh, one is the one with Mark Harmon, right? Yeah, the guy from Summer School. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good times. So That's a good show. I, I, I catch it here and there. That's a pretty cool show. I don't like Crystal Donald, so I don't watch the other one. Dude, he has like five kids. Crystal Donald does? Yeah, he has five kids, dude. Yeah, good. Hope they all go into acting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so rude today, sir. I know. <laughs> it's good time. It's, it's man. I'm just it's, I'm bitter from the movie experience. It's all good. You're forgiven. All right, so we get to uh, the top three. Uh, number three is the X Factor, uh, which really? Yeah, number three is X. Who, who cares what this list is? This list. I'm is, telling you, man. This list sucks. But their list for their list is X Factor three, Voice two, and Big Bang one. Uh, Big Bang for me is the show that the family has to sit around and watch. That's another great one. That's yeah, that's my that's right up there with Modern Family for us. That's my favorite comedy show is The Big Bang Theory. It's so funny. And it, it, the here's the thing with this show is they rerun this show every day on TNT. Yep. And I still watch the same episode <laughs> yep. over and over and over and it never gets old. It's just, There's always something you can pick up. There's always something or even just like for me, for a nerd, there's just stuff in the background. I'm like, oh, look at that on the wall. Yeah, I want that. I oh, check that, that out. That's awesome. I do the same thing. I was like, I tell my wife, I'm like, do you think it's bad that I'm watching the comic book store in the background to see all yeah. that stuff? I'm like, look at that Joker head over there. I'm you like, do too. Look at that Superman shirt. I got to go on eBay and look for that right now. You know, it's like, nice. that's the stuff that I look for. Or I'll pause the DVR. I'm like, check out that Batman Begins poster over there. And she's like, where? I don't see it. And then I got to zoom in. It's like, there it is. See it? Oh, yeah, that's cool. You know, it's like, yeah, I love I love doing that. It's fun. That's excellent. Yeah, good times. I love, uh, I love what's her name, Bernadette. Ever since yep. she came on the show, it went from, like, great to spectacular. Oh, man, good times. And she was in True Blood, and I hated her. I was like, no, <laughs> go back to Big Bang. So, yeah, I, I love the Big Bang Theory. And The Voice, uh, I hear amazing things. I'll probably start watching The Voice over American Idol now. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I love Christina Aguilera, man. You know, she's good looking and she can sing. So Yeah, go. I've watched I've watched a few kind of here and there of that as well. Kind of, I, I have a hard time getting into a lot of these reality shows because I know that once I get in, I have to stay with it, yeah. you know? And so I, I kind of just try and bounce in and out a little bit and just kind of see what's going on. All right. So uh, crap, not on this list. Teen mm-hmm. Wolf, number one. Okay. Teen Wolf, I flip and love this show. It's awesome. And it's not on this show. Uh, I'm not on this list. This list sucks. So we're done with this list, sir. We're going to talk about our list, sir. Uh, okay. Teen Wolf, uh, the, the only crappy thing with Teen Wolf, it's on MTV. So uh, instantly I was scared. I'm like, crap, MTV doing Teen Wolf. Because, you know, Teen Wolf, the movie, Michael J. Fox, is definitely uh, a guilty pleasure. I enjoy mm-hmm. it more than most. And I can see why Michael J. Fox hates the fact that he ever did that movie. But I actually enjoy that movie. And when they were doing a TV show, they took it in a completely different direction. They just took the names of the characters and did their own thing. And uh, I was the second episode, I was so hooked to it. I was like, wow, this show is great for being on MTV. The special effects are great. The story is great. The characters are great. Wow. Uh, but they only come on once a year. You have to wait till June of every year. So hmm. it's like you go from June through, I believe it's August 
or September, then you're done. Then you got to wait till next June for it to come back on. So, but interesting because season two was so popular, you only ever got 12 episodes. They, uh, have moved it to 24 now for season. So I'm, I'm super pumped. So I love me some Teen Wolf. Uh, name one of yours on your list that what that we haven't covered. Oh man, I got a lot. Um, all right, one of them is "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Good. I heard of it. Tell me about it. I love it. It's it's a comedy. It's on Comedy Central. Um, this is I think the fifth season of it, and it's just it's these four losers that own a bar in Philadelphia, and uh, Danny De- well five I guess because Danny DeVito came on second season and. They're just total losers. They're idiots, and they're always trying to come up with schemes to either get rich or do whatever. And they just are idiots. And it's just—it's funny. And I don't know what what about it. It's just—it's written, and it's just so crazy. Like the things that they get away with, I don't understand. And just—it's—it's it's a funny show. Awesome, good times. Oh, boy. I'm trying to go through my thing here. Okay, so Revenge. I didn't talk about Revenge. Mm -hmm. This is my wife and me. This is our favorite show. This is the show that we have to watch live. This comes on Sunday nights. This show is unbelievable. Every Every episode, I'm just like, wow, this show is amazing. Wow, this show is amazing. You probably don't watch this, do you? No, I don't. I haven't seen it. Okay, so here's the thing with Revenge. Essentially, there is this guy named David Clark who gets framed for uh, killing a bunch of people on a plane. Um, his daughter uh, was taken away from him when, uh, of course, you know, because he went to jail. So she was sent kind of like to uh, to like juvie or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she she kind of she didn't know that. How should I put this? She didn't know that he was innocent until he got until she got his diary and started to find out that how much uh, she that he really loved her and stuff. So her whole thing was to take down the people that framed him, which are the rich, the Hamptons. The reason why people love this show is the fact that you get to see the rich being torn to pieces. This girl comes in pretending to be somebody else, and she has all this money because her dad. Uh, left all this money secretly to this guy who delivered the money to her so she could, you know, basically uh, start over. But she got training kind of like the the League of Shadows, if you will, kind of Mm -hmm. for revenge style. And every episode, like in the first season, in one episode, she took down a whole corporation. The next episode, (laughs) she took down a book dealer. It's like she just kind of checks off these people on the list. And uh, the main people are her next door neighbors who are the, who are in the Hamptons who um, she had an affair on her husband because she loved David Clark so much. And she's the one that framed him for those people going, you know, those people that died. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm I know it's hard for me to tell this story, but there's so much to it. It's hard for me to, to, try, oh, that to sounds interesting. try to compress it all down. But uh, that's it, revenge. Huh? It's called revenge. And Madeline Stowe is the main okay. star of the show. 
and she's the biggest bee on the face <laughs> of the planet on TV. I mean, it's horrible, right? Uh, but the reason why people love it so much is the fact of you get to see the rich being torn to pieces, and people just love, you know, middle class seeing the rich being torn to pieces. It's like, yeah, go, you know. But the thing is, you're so invested in this character of uh, of Emily, uh, whose real name is Amanda Clark, and you want to see her get her way, and her the the man that she loves. Uh, here's what's funny. The kid she grew up with is her true love. Uh, the girl that she has pretending to be uh, Amanda Clark, uh, he's now in love with her because he thinks that it's her, but it's really not. It's her decoy. So she has to watch her decoy uh, and have her her true love be in love with her decoy, and they have a kid, and she has to just sit back and watch her true love. You know, She can't tell him, hey, that decoy is actually me, and you're in love with the wrong person. It's like huh. for two seasons you've been watching that part of her world fall apart because she's so invested in revenge. It's like uh, it's crazy. She actually like was going to marry this one guy just to get into their lifestyle so she could take the whole family down from the inside. So it's just it's so intriguing and so crazy every episode. And uh, I, I try to get everybody into this show, and most people – in the CCP watch revenge and love it. And, uh, it's on ABC on Sunday. So that's, that's gotta be like my, if any show excites me more than any show, it's revenge. And then arrow, it's like mm. arrow is my favorite show of 2012, but revenge came out in 2011. So revenge is like, you know, it's my favorite show, but you know, I know supernatural is my favorite, but supernatural, <laughs> it's, so, it's so old. It's eight season in revenge is yeah. new. It's like, you know, fresh. Yeah, it's fresh. It's like that's my fresh new favorite episode, sure. favorite favorite show, and then Supernatural is my favorite show, but my new show would be Arrow. So I got so many favorites. It's crazy. I know. Nice. But uh, yeah, uh, Revenge is amazing. So good. Cool. Uh, what other ones you got, sir? Um, I just have. I'm. Uh, there's a couple that I really like. These are more reality shows, but anything with Gordon Ramsay in them, Hell's Kitchen, Kitchen Nightmares. Uh-huh. Any of those shows, I'll watch anything that you put Gordon Ramsay in. I love him, especially Hell's Kitchen. That one is just a great, I mean, he's just, he's crazy, and I just love those shows. Awesome. Good times. Uh, yeah, that guy's great. Uh, as long as it's not Donald Trump. All right. Oh, uh, man. So I'm trying to think here on Sundays. Revenge, I've covered that. Uh, Grimm is on there. Uh, the sci-fi show. Sci-fi movies suck, so we're not going to talk mm-hmm. about but nope. sci-fi shows, Hollywood Treasure, Haven, um, uh, the th- uh, what is it? Um, not Haven, um, not the Thirteenth Floor, something like that. Sanctuary. My wife watches Sanctuary. That's another one that uh, a lot of people like that wasn't on any list, and I'm mm. sure you haven't seen that one. But that's kind of like uh, kind of a supernatural show where various things have their sanctuary and stuff. And there's like one guy who can't feel anything, but if he touches this one girl, he has feeling and all that kind of stuff. So that's huh. an that's an interesting show. Um, Pretty Little Liars is you know Teen Wolf. Those are uh, ones that come back a lot. Uh, Burn Notice I've covered. I think I have all my shows covered on my list. Hopefully the emails will help me out. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna run down a couple of quick shows. I got a couple left on mine. Um, for comedies, I love the League. The League is on FX. It's about it's a loosely 
surrounding fantasy football, and it's got some of my favorite comedians on it, and I'm a huge fantasy football nut, so that show I love. Um, Portlandia, uh, starring Fred Armisen. Um, it's just a weird kind of sketch comedy show. Um, you know, Fred Armisen from SNL, which I love that show as well, even though it's really, really hit and miss. Um, but Portlandia is just a really smart, funny sketch comedy show. Um, and, uh, and then there's one, there's one other, there are two other shows actually that I, I watch every week. One is, um, on ESPN, they have these 30 for thirties, which are, it started a couple years ago, but every week, I think it's Wednesday nights, they have, it's 30 for 30 and it's 30 documentaries by 30 different documentarians or whatever, I guess. And it's just documentaries that people do loosely regarding sports. Gotcha. And the majority of them are just amazing documentaries and they get like great filmmakers to do these documentaries sometimes. And it's just, it's always really interesting stuff. Um, and, and then I was, I was looking like, well, what other shows do I watch a lot of this year? Like am I always watching face off? We kind of talked about earlier. I love that show. That's, that's a great show. I wish I could do half what they do. Um, and the other one, this is going to sound awful. It's on, it, it, it just ended right before the Olympics started this summer. Uh, I think it was its second or third season. Um, it was on ABC Family. It was called Make It or Break It. Oh, yeah. That's the, uh, that's the, the gymnastics. Yeah, the gymnastic dudes. Yeah, I know that one. Yep. I love that show, man. I kill, That's a guilty pleasure TV show. Like, you're watching what? You're watching ABC Family. Make what? What's that about? Oh, it's about these uh, 14-year-old gymnast girls who <laughs> are trying to make the Olympics. Uh, it's pretty sweet. It's <laughs> It's, I can't tell anyone that, but now that it's not on anymore, I don't have to worry. So exactly, there you go. Good times. <laughs> do you have uh, any other ones? Um, the only other show I have on my list that I'm, I was looking like, what do I watch all the time? And I think you have talked about this before with me, maybe is uh, I watch Tom and Jerry daily. Oh yeah, of course. Every afternoon I get to watch Tom and Jerry with the boys. Awesome. Tom and Jerry's <laughs> great. Love it. Uh, I have like three collector adult yep. editions it says yep. for the adult collector only but yet only kids are going to watch this the best tom and jerry episode hands down is the the guy that has the banjo and he pulls the strings off tom's face yep. uh, and, uses his whiskers yeah uses the whiskers oh how's that song go man it's Whoa! Frog money, Horton, he did ride Crambo. Frog money, Horton, he did ride Crambo. Frog money, Horton, he did ride a sword and a pin and a revolver by his side Crambo. Crambo killed la 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 that's a hard part right in there, and a nephew. Crambo killed a lararo, flop a doodle yellow bug, two lot of the cover up, top bottom it, Crambo. Aliole! And the yodel goes right in there somewhere, but it's a little too high for me. Oh, where will the wedding supper be? Crambo. Where will the wedding supper be? Crambo. Where will the wedding supper be? Way down yonder in a hickle in a hickle in a cotton wool in a eucalyptus tree. Crambo. Crambo killed la 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 
Flop-a-doodle yellow bug. That's that hard part again, right in there. Flop-a-doodle yellow bug. Toodle on it, didn't come around top bottom and scramble. It's like, oh, I, it's on the tip of my tongue how he did it. Um, oh. I, I always love the is you is or is you ain't my baby, baby one. Way. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. Oh, uh, something to cry. Uh, Crambo. Yeah, that's it. It's Crambo. That's how it is. It's like <laughs> he starts to stutter. Crambo. And then he starts going on and on, and then his strings break. Oh, my guitar string broke, you know? And I love it when he's on the TV watching him, and it breaks, and then he sticks his hand through the TV and pulls his string out. Yep, yep. That's one thing that happened in Supernatural last week. They were in a cartoon. So that was Hmm. was awesome. It's like the cartoon physics applied in the real world. So that was pretty awesome. So only a show like that could pull that off. So good times, man, Tom and Jerry. Well, uh, I think... Whatever show we missed, we're gonna get covered in our email, sir. Because we got there's some... a show that we watch every Monday night too. Oh, I think we're gonna be talking about it at some point. You mean Monday Night Raw? That's right. Hey, I don't want to talk about Dwayne Johnson no more. I don't like that guy. So <laughs> that's good. Good. Yeah, I'm done. With, I'm done talking about that fool. Because you know, I, I don't want to get it my causes nothing but trouble for you. I don't want to get my balls kicked in again. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll forget talking about Dwayne anymore. That's for sure. Good times. We love you, Jason. I just got to give you crap, sir. It's good times. All right, so you say we got some emails, huh? Yeah, let's hear what the channel surfers have to say. All right, sir. So our first one comes from Lisa the Legend. Are you ready, sir? It's a good time. I'm, okay, all right, I'm ready. All right. Hi, y'all. You know, that's how she starts off. Good times. So let's start off by commending you with an awesome addition to the podcasting world. I have been overjoyed with all three episodes. We've done four, but that's okay. You're forgiven. (laughs) (laughs) I have been overjoyed with all three episodes. They have been things I really enjoyed and really can't wait every month till a new uh, till a new episode comes out. As I've had previously mentioned in previous emails, I'd love to see. You do some old 80s episodes and even some of the 90s like California Dreams or Silk Stockings. As for TV, I've had some really hits and misses. My favorite ones that's still going strong is The Vampire Diaries. Yeah, haha, I know it would be considered a guilty pleasure by some, but I fully admit it. Actually, uh, most people legitimately like that show, so I don't consider that a guilty pleasure. Uh, it was if it was my favorite books growing up, and it definitely hasn't been disappointing. Things staying strong with other good ones like How I Met Your Mother, The Big Bang, of course, Two Broke Girls. I love Two Broke Girls. That shows serious, yeah. Because I, I love I love the brunette because she's got the yeah. I love Cat Dennings. The blonde one just drives me nuts. Yeah, though. the blonde's ridiculous, but I love her. She's great. Uh, Whitney, <laughs> you're forgiven. Uh, Revenge, Nikita didn't cover that. Royal Pains and uh, Burn Notice, which were 
which are like two, which I'm two seasons behind here, among others. I guess in Canada, they're two months behind on those shows, or two seasons behind, so that sucks. I have really enjoyed Arrow so far. It's been a great addition. The one thing that sucks about being in Canada is all the networks are different. I would have the CW. I would have the CW. The best show to come out of Canada would be Lost Girl, which I try watching that and. I just couldn't get into it. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's really great. Uh, Kenzie rocks. It's also like a Bunhead and Switched at birth. Yes, teen shows. Uh, Switched at birth. Yeah. yeah, but they have had some great crossovers with sign language and uh, breaking stereotypes and dancing. Which Switched at birth. That's a that, that's a good show. I I watched a few episodes of that. Yep, that was pretty too. solid. Have uh, y'all checked out Guys with Kids that Jimmy Fallon created? Pretty funny as well. Uh, I have not. How about you? Nor have I, no. I was really disappointed the Secret Circle got canceled, you and me as well. Uh, Also, people didn't give enough credit to Ringer. Sarah Michelle Gellar was good in that. The problem with Mm. Ringer is the fact of Sarah was pregnant and she was executive executive producer. So the price of paying her as an actress and executive producer was getting too much. So that's why they canceled and they canceled Secret Circle due to locations that they would huh. go to. So that's the problem with that. I love CSI Miami. was very sad to see Horatio go. Plus, it never really wrapped things up. Actually, I disagree. I think it did wrap things up very well with each character. Um, everybody was happy. Um, you got Callie that got to have the the boy, that the son that she always wanted. You know, she was never able to find somebody to have a kid with. And uh, I don't know. I, I thought it ended pretty well. Everybody was really happy. So, uh, And it was also open-ended to where you can have your own adventures as well. So um, are you there, uh, Chelsea? Uh, that's another one. It had some good one-liners. Oh, they, that's the Chelsea Handler show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they say Smash is due to come back, and Catherine McPhee does some great singing. I agree about Catherine McPhee doing good singing, but I never liked Smash. Did you ever see that, where Catherine McPhee was going to be? Nah, yeah. I just yeah didn't sell me on it. Yeah. Um, anyway, I won't ramble on forever, but TV has been has had its shares of ups and downs, but doesn't stop me from watching. I'm excited to hear what will be coming for 2013. Take care, Lisa the Legend. Well, thank, thank you, you, Lisa, so much for writing it. And that's one thing, sir, that we didn't really talk about, uh, what I'm looking forward to in 2013. I think Arrow will continue. I think Big Bang will continue. I think all my favorite shows will continue. I know Revenge will continue. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure Supernatural will get a season nine. So I don't really see any of my shows at this moment in time getting the 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 kill switch. So. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm really looking forward to I mean, you say 2013. Um, Walking Dead, the second half of this season comes back in February. I'm fired up for September when Sons of Anarchy comes back for what should be, probably will be, the final season. Um, the only se- the only show I watch I think won't make it is The Office. Gotcha. All right. Uh, we have a new channel surfer, sir. What? Well, not really. It's John the Mailman. He just never wrote in before, so it's all good. Oh, tricky. I know. I had to mess around with you there. He's like, hello, TCP. I know every episode you're thinking, where is the mailman? Well, here I am, just messing. I love the podcast. You two work well together. It's been forever since I talked some of these shows, but when y'all talk about it, memories come rushing back. Great work. Uh, I only keep up on a few shows, but my favorite is The Walking Dead. Season one was awesome. They didn't. They did great work with only a few episodes. Season two started off good, then slowed down, trying to find someone mm-hmm. for six weeks. 
got tired of that real quick, but the payoff was good, and season two finished strong. Season three is hot. Every week is getting better and better. Saying bye, saying bye to loved ones and introducing new characters is so awesome. This, yes, sir. This two-month break might kill me. Laugh out loud. Uh, you back on it yet, Mike? No, I'm not. You can kill me later. Uh, what do you think of it, America's co-host? Which you pretty much said your piece about him. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's absolutely right about all about his quick synopsis of it too. Good deal. So keep up the good work. Consider this email delivered, John the Mailman. Good times. Yes, sir. Awesome. And uh, we have Tawana wrote in, Diverse City. Good times. Hey, we actually don't have Anonymous this time. I guess. Holy cow. That never, that never happens. This is the first episode where Anonymous didn't write in. I just I just remember that. So good times. This is true. So here's what Tawana had to say. Hello, Masunis, Jameson, and the Changing Channel Surfer, uh, the Channel Surfing Crew. Can't read today. I'm writing in to give you my thoughts on this past year in television. As you know, I wrote in before with about all, all the TV shows I'm watching at the time and what I'm looking forward to. Here's my year and update on those. Homeland, phenomenal show. Damian Lewis, Claire Danes, uh, Mandy Paddenkin, great, great award-winning actors. The show's uh, chock full of drama, espionage, mind-blowing action, suspense. Season, season two is even better than the first it's a must-watch. Highly recommend this show for anyone that is curious in my Arnold voice. Do it now! <laughs> Do it now! Now! Yeah, Arnold was so good, man, on the <laughs> Intergarden Cop. But he kind of roasted me a little bit in John the Music Man. But it was all good. Did you that's, hear- to be, that's to be expected. Did you hear that episode yet? Can I you- did. I did. Good times. Uh, so Homeland. I have not seen Homeland. How about you? Okay. We'll have to get on that, Tawana. Uh, Big Bang Theory. This show is great. One of my favorite sitcoms of all time. The show lagging just a tiny bit with Howard in space, which I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Uh, but it was a little... Uh, but it but it has been really high, uh, hitting its stride as of late with all the Sheldon and Amy stuff. I love it, which I agree 100%. This past I, week's episode was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. I was, I was crying laughing so bad. It was mm-hmm. so good. Oh, I loved it. Excellent. Uh, Dexter is still going strong in season seven, making a huge improvement from last season with the addition of a few new characters and guest stars like the actress from Chuck and your boy, Jason Gedrick. Woohoo! You know, <laughs> you know who Jason Gedrick is, right, sir? I do. Okay, good. I was going to have to slap you if you didn't. <laughs> Uh, you know, it was going to turn to violence. Yeah. Slap the taste out your mouth. <laughs> well, who used to say that? Oh, wait, we don't want to bring that guy up. Jennifer, oh, here we go. Jennifer Carpenter, who plays Deb, should get an Emmy nod next year. She's really stepped up. It, she's really stepped it up this season. 2012 also saw the end of Brendan Lee Johnson in the finale of The Closer, and it's spin off into Major Crimes, which I did not keep up with, unfortunately. Huh. But I did love the closer. It was definitely sad to see it go. I was satisfied with the ending, though, and the series as a whole, so all is good, which I agree with you on that one. Because I didn't see the ending, but I, I just had a feeling that the ending was going to be pretty awesome. So uh, I'm still loving Suburgatory, Survivor. Yeah, Suburgatory, Survivor, The Voice, and Fringe, which is also ending with its series finale sometime in January, I believe. I'm really going to miss Fringe, but it's time for its end. I'm excited that the writers got to end the show on their own terms and tell the full intended story instead of getting canceled with the cliffhanger like so many other great shows who suffer from disappointment. It is true. 
Very true. They slowed down a bit, but I'm r- still really enjoying my guilty pleasure show of Rizzolio and uh, Aze- Oh my God, Rizzo. Oh, geez. Is that the one? Is that the one with with um? I can't uh, say this. <laughs> what? Uh, I can't even think of names now. Is that the one with Breck and Meyer and Mark Paul Gosler? Oh no. Okay, this is Rizzolio and Ellis. I swear it's how it says Rizzoli and I yell. I yells. Oh, we are struggling. <laughs> she is gonna kill me. This show is on um result it, it it had one of the girls from Law and Order. She was uh she was a lawyer. She's the one with the real graspy voice. Angie and, Harmon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Rizzoli and Ellis. I swear. It's I S L E S. I S L E S. Isles. Isles. There you go. Rizzoli and Isles. Oh man, I need to go back to school, sir. This is what we got Mr. Mr. Pronunciation trying to read it. We're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> why I have you, man, because I don't know how to pronounce words. I don't know why I I just have problems with this particular show. I've never been able to say it. Rizzoli and Isles, right? I, yeah, the Angie Harmon shows. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. The, the Angie Harmon show. There you go. And that Vampire Diaries. However. Uh, to my surprise, Pretty Little Liars moved a couple spots almost out of guilty status with the Hollywood episode, the Halloween episode featuring Adam Lambert, Good Times, which hmm. should not be in guilty pleasures. But that's just my opinion. As far as new shows that premiered in the fall, unfortunately, 666 Park Avenue got canceled, which I saw coming a mile away. I only got to see the first episode on that one and thought it was okay. Mockingbird Lane pilot was a bit disappointing. But if given a chance, I would have watched a couple more episodes. I checked out Beauty and the Beast, but it wasn't that great, which I kind of figured it wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Ever since, uh, every once in a while, I check in with the after, uh, with the Vampire Diaries to see if it's still bad, and it is. I would say that it was the most disappointing show of 2012, but I really didn't have huge expectations for it to begin with. That title probably goes to Re- uh, Revolution, which I haven't checked out yet, but I keep hearing not so great reviews on that one. But I'll take this show any day over stuff like Honey Boo Boo. Just <laughs> good times. I'm really pleased with Arrow. Steve Arnell, Katie Cassidy are great, but my new favorite comic book character is now Felicity Smoke, the tech geek at Queen uh, Industries. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. Yes, I- she is. I always look uh, forward to her scenes. Diggle is pretty cool, too. This is a great, fun show so far. Looking forward to learning more about Green Arrow mythology and the show. Just getting better and better. I know, sir, you're not caught up, but they did call out the title. This isn't a spoiler, but it's real funny. They um, they start talking about the vigilante, and they're like, the vigilante should have a new name instead of the hood. And one guy says, how about Green Arrow? And then he says, lame. I love it. Yeah, great, right? So I'm like, that's awesome. Where the main, you know, where Arrow's saying Green Arrow is just lame. That's awesome. That's funny. There are a couple of shows I'm looking forward to that start in January and later next year. Uh, 1600 Pen with Bull Pullman as the president and his wacky family. You better catch it quick because I don't think that's going to last. Yeah, the following with Kevin Bacon dealing with the killer cult. That looks cool. Uh, Deception, new uh, mystery show on NBC. And NBC is nothing but crap, so it's going to be canceled, so don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, do no harm about a, a neurosurgeon with an alter ego. Looking forward to the return of Game of Thrones in March. I know we didn't cover Game of Thrones. Mm. 
So, uh, but I haven't watched Game of Thrones, so that's probably why I didn't bring it up. So that's a good reason. Uh, most of all, I'm looking forward to more great shows changing channels covers, especially Moonlighting next year. Woohoo! Thank We're gonna get it. Get it at one point, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. For reading my emails, and I hope you all have a safe and happy holiday season. All right, that's it for now. See you online. Take care. Diversity. Thank you so much, Tawana, for writing in. Good times. Yeah. Yeah, she is always she's she's good. I love get the, all these emailers have have come over to Movie Mojo Monthly and start start talking smack to me over there. Love it, man. That <laughs> when they start talking smack to you, you know you're part of the the crew, sir. Right. So there you go, man. So it's, it's all good in the hood. So uh, Lisa the Legend wrote in again. She Ooh. said, um, I previously emailed in about the end of the year on uh, TV shows, but I wanted to ask you about TV show music. I am a sucker for listening to an episode over and over so I can get down the lyrics from songs used in the show. I got a lot uh, from random shows, so I wanted to mention a few. I know you like Ringer. I loved it. The finale had a song in it I had to get. The beat of music was just haunting. I honestly can't remember that, so I can't comment on that. This one was from Washed Out called You and I. Also, Everything by Lifehouse, which I know that song. That song's awesome. So good times. Um, from CSI New York, last uh, season finale, Ross Cooperman holding on and letting go. Vampire Diaries is Digital Daggers, Head Over Heels. I just wanted to throw a few out there since I, great, since I get a lot of music from TV shows as well. Take care, Lisa the Legend. And she makes a good point. Um, you know, there's a lot of uh, good music uh, in in these TV shows lately, man. This is true. And uh, I do the same thing. Uh, there's one show I put my uh, Shazam app to to try mm-hmm. to get the song. And instead, it gave me the stupid show title. I was like, I know what show I'm watching. I wanted to know what the song was in the show. So that, that was kind of lame, but... What are you going to do, sir? All right. Uh, we have uh, one final email, and uh, it's from uh, Monday Night Jason. Jason Watson, what is up, sir? Good. Here we go. All right. He's been dying to write in, so I finally got him to write in. Good times. What is up, Masunison Jameson? First off, let me say, it. I have been enjoying the podcast. You guys have great chemistry with each other and bring some different takes most of the topics that y'all cover. I really enjoyed the Fresh Prince and the Thundercat episode, being that I was a child of the 80s and grew up with both. And you guys brought back a lot of memories with the In Living Color episode. I've enjoyed it all so far, and I'm looking forward to hearing more. Looks like we're doing a good job, sir. Everybody seems to be saying the same thing. That's good. That's good. That's good. We're on the right track, right? So uh, Better than the alternative. Exactly. Top TV shows. This has been the best. Uh, this has been a great year of TV. Some of my favorite shows return either at the same pace of last of the last season or turn the volume up. Here are some of my personal favorite. Dexter. Dexter surprised me on how great it is compared to where it ended last season. Next year will be last se- uh, Next year will be last season. And for all the ideas I have in my head about what direction they will take i'm very happy with what they are doing with dexter breaking bad this in my opinion is one of the best shows on tv today the first part of the last season has been great we are starting to see things build to what is the finale the final act and see what we ultimately will happen to walt and jesse you are doing yourself a disservice if you're not watching this show <laughs> Walking Dead. even with me being the hardcore walking dead fan i have always liked this show uh i have taken a it has taken a different direction from that of the comics, but it's still at heart 
is in the same universe. This year, compared to the last two, they have raised the bar on the show in general. There is so much more I would say, but I would spoil the show for you. If you watched the show before and stopped watching because you thought it was slow, things have changed for the better. I didn't stop. Mm -hmm. It was slow. I just never got around to finishing it was my problem. So, uh, fringe, this is the final season and they are wrapping up storyline from part four from the, uh, from four years. I've been enjoying the the show since the pilot and will be sad to see it go. Well, I know there are several others that I could bring up, but I'm sure you guys will cover a lot of them in your show, which he wrote in on his list in just a second. So he said, well, you guys keep up the great work and I'll holla at you later. Uh, Jason, uh, Monday night, Jason, this was my, this was my wrestling buddy. We did everything on Twitter together and that's kind of how he got his nickname Monday night, Jason. So nice. Just list. He's like, I, I wrote in, I remember now I thought about it. Here's my, my top 10 shows of 2012. Number one, breaking bad. Number two, walking dead. Number three, supernatural. Number four is fringe. Number five is Dexter. Number six is revenge. Number seven is sons of anarchy. Number eight is homeland. Number nine is kitchen nightmares, hell's kitchen, master chef. And number mm-hmm. is Jackie. So sounds like you and uh, Watson have a lot in common with your favorite show. That's right. He's a smart, smart man. Son of Anarchy is number seven. Well, you can't all be right. <laughs> so thank you so much, sir, for writing in. Um, his uh, his wife just got admitted to uh, the hospital. So I know he, he was trying to write up this list while uh, dealing with that. So thank you, sir, for taking the time out to finish up the email in the hospital. I uh, hope your wife is going to be okay. She's got pneumonia in both lungs. Ooh. So yeah, sir, we'll uh, we'll keep her in our thoughts prayers for you, sir. But thank you so much for writing in. That is it, sir, for all our emails, man. Excellent. Always love them. Good time. So if you want to write in, where do you write in, sir? Um, I would write in to ccpodcast1 at gmail.com. Very good, sir. And I'm so good. Kind of disappointed we didn't get anonymous, man. What happened there? There's been some restraining orders put out there. I'm just, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to seeing what happens with that. You know, if you got some restraining orders out there, you know how far. But the problem is, I don't know. I've just they're under the name anonymous, so I don't know if that's worked. I'd rather know. I'd rather be hearing from anonymous than not, because then you don't know where it's coming from. Gotcha. Good times. So. Um, overall that, uh, that is it for the emails. Um, thanks for sticking around with us as we tried to cover as much crap as we possibly could. <laughs> Some of you guys are going to be kind of disappointed that maybe we said we, we brought up a show, but we're like, Oh, we never seen it. We just kind of moved on. You know, we can't cover everything we try, you know, uh, but I think we did a lot better because you saw a lot of stuff that I didn't see and I saw stuff you didn't see. So, uh, so not too bad there. So, uh, so yeah, good job us, good job us. High five, High <laughs> five virtual five. That's uh, right. so this is, uh, this is it for December, for January. Um, the snow hasn't hit yet, so you're not a busy man yet. And no, I know, unfortunately, unfortunately. So, uh, our plan is to record in January, but we'll see, you know, it's kind of tentative at this moment. Do we know for sure what we're doing in January? Are we still, are we doing that raw episode or what are we doing? I'll do whatever you need me to do. Uh, why don't we let the folks decide if they want raw or married with children? What do you think? I'll, I'll do whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to go on anything. All right, but you're you're just you're just on you're just long for the ride, right? That's all it meant. That's all. I'm, look, I'm just here 
for for the looks. You know, I bring that to this podcast. That helps, right? It's true. It's true. It's an audio. It's a visual podcast. I'm assuming. Uh, uh I forgot to turn my camera on. Dude, I get all dressed up and put on my makeup and everything for this. This is ridiculous. Um, yeah, I, I'll do whatever. If you want to put it out to the uh, channel surfers, we can do that. Uh, you know, go yeah. with whatever next month. Just because the raw thing, man, that's gonna take forever to to try to cover like fifty years of wrestling. <laughs> fifty years of wrestling. It feels that way. It feels that way. But married with children, man. Woo! We can love it. And that'd be a good time. So you guys, let us know. Uh, what you want to hear tentatively, tentatively, yeah, ten- tentatively, sir, Mr. P- man, forget your, ma- <laughs> you can't even say <laughs> please, you know, I've had a rough day today. Okay. I've had a, you know, I, I was, I'm glad Jameson said, you know what, let's do this. You're probably going to feel better, which I did. So thank you, sir. Uh, so That's good. You guys got to give me some forgiveness. I know every episode I screw something up, but. You know, just give, just give me a little leeway on this one, okay? That's all I'm asking for. We love you, Mike. That's all good. But uh, as far as upcoming, since Brian just had his baby, sir, on Movie Mojo Monthly, uh, you guys got any plans for January at all? Oh, we got big plans, man. We got plans. We'll probably be getting together in the next, hopefully, and then before January, we're going to get in a sneak episode uh, covering The Hobbit and Les Mis and Django and Chained, hopefully before the end of the year. But if not, January is the much anticipated look back on 2012, our top and bottoms, uh, our top five and bottom five favorites. So we're we're calling out for everyone to um, email us at moviemojomonthly at gmail.com and give us your, your top five favorite movies of 2012, your bottom five, both, whatever you want to give us. We want to hear from everybody about what they loved or didn't love so much about the past year. Oh, snap. That's a teaser. It's good times. Yes, sir. I'm flood your inbox. It's going to be good times. So I hope so. Forward to it, man. I have, a top, uh, I have my top 10. You'll be able to hear that soon on my friend's podcast. I don't have a bottom 10. I can create one and send it to you. I think you'll enjoy that. It'll be fun. Yeah, man. I, I would love to hear your bottom 10. <laughs> Party to um, <laughs> no, I'll have to. Yeah, I saw some trash in 2012, so there was plenty of it. And if it's on my trash list, it's got to be bad, right? So or it could be good. I don't know. You never know. But as far as STL goes, I got the Home Alone episode coming, and that's it. I'm done. Uh, I am done for the whole, you know, for the rest of the year. So well, you only put out like 63 episodes this month. Oh my gosh, I know, right? Seriously. Every day I'm like, what is this? Did I listen to this one yet? No, this is a new one. Oh, okay. I did. I did Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I was like, what? I was pulling a Jason, show me the Winston, man. It was like every day I had I had a new one. But it was for the Underground Hour episodes. You know, I had a bunch of promised crappy movies, great mm-hmm. tracks, you know, the top 10 single runner-ups, the top 10 singles, and then finally Kindergarten Cop, and then the server went down and then nobody got the episode, and it was like, ugh. And then, of course, I had the Man of Steel trailer I had to do. So Home Alone, that's going to be the that's the Christmas episode. You know, last year was uh, Gremlins. That was all Christmas music, the whole episode. So it's going to be the same thing with Home Alone. It's going to be just – I got some awesome Christmas music for this year, some rocking tunes, good times. I'm looking forward to the spotlight on that one. You guys are going to – I can't wait. And, uh, and then as far as January goes, sir um, – you know, I'm looking forward to the next three movies, which one of them you're a part of, sir. 
That's weird science, man. Looking forward. Yeah. Good times. Doing uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, Weird Science, and then uh, what was the other one? Uh, House Party. So uh, I'm looking forward to you coming on for uh, for Weird Science. So whenever we roll that in, sir, that'll be good times, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too. And then uh, the Lethal Weapon series in like February, I think it is, when I'm going to be doing that. And then uh, at some point, you'll have to come on. We'll do the chase so, and I love how CCP covered Zombieland. I thought that was kind of hilarious. <laughs> I, come on. I was, yeah, yeah. We were talking about Zombieland. I'm like, yeah, do that on CCP. Or, I don't know. I, <laughs> I was. But Brian, had, right, you caught Brian said that he loves, he said, doing a great job on changing channels. These are awesome. I was like, I thought the world had ended when he said that. Because, you know, he's been giving you crap for being on here. But then he said, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, all the time." I was like, "What? He likes it? No way!" And then he said, "It's awesome." I, I, my heart sank. I was like, "I was, I was like, wow." I, I thought that world just ended. It's like we, we converted your, your host, sir. Your host. He was pretty drunk, though. I think. <laughs> so I think that's it, sir. I think we covered. I agree, man. So, but uh, thank you for, uh, for pulling me in on my crappy day and. Uh, Lightening up the spirits are good times. So that was the plan, man. I'm glad, uh, glad we got together. Glad I got to help you out, sir. So you know you didn't have to go clean or nothing. So that's right. If I don't record, I gotta go home and clean the house. You like, dude? If we don't record, I gotta go clean. I was like, okay, fine, we'll go ahead and do it. So all right, guilt, guilt trips work. Well, that is it as far as us goes. Just make sure you check us out on Facebook. Uh, nobody liking the Facebook page. So please go to facebook.com uh, slash changing channels podcast like that sucker. Follow us on Twitter at uh, CC podcast one. And then uh, don't forget to uh, to write in. We'd love to hear your thoughts. We'll let you know if we're doing Mary with Children or the Raw episode, depending. We'll do a vote. We'll see who there you go. those votes. And then we'll let you know the winner. I'm assuming Mary with Children is going to be the one that wins. So I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking forward to love and marriage theme song gonna be a good time so you're gonna get two christina applegate shows one on stl and one on ccp yeah and the complete opposite of of each other you know yeah. one idiot and one one smart girl so and she's like kevin McAllister up in that movie man she's all about like the brains and figuring stuff out and she's yep. got everybody played up in that movie so that sounds good man Sir, well, uh, that is it, guys. Thanks so much for joining us on our year-end review of 2012 in TV. And we look forward to seeing what 2013 brings us as we cover that for you in news. And then just reviewing TV shows. And uh, we have a lot in store for you next year. So thanks so much for being with us in 2012. So anything you guys say, sir, before we sign off? Have a wonderful holidays. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. You guys take care. As soon as I'll.